Hey everybody, before we get going with episode 20 of the R&R Show, I just wanted to warn you, there's an unusually high amount of jibber-jabber about what's happening on screen if you're trying to work out some Avatar stuff and whatnot. That's not going to be very interesting to listen to, so if you check the show notes, you'll see there's uh, timestamps that will let you jump directly past those bits to all the good game-related and pop culture stuff. Okay, let's get going. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. What the heck? Where's Ruel? He was here just I'm a second here. ago. Hi, friends. I, I'm i here. I don't know if they can hear me. I think they, they can't can hear see you. me because I can't see me. But they cannot see you. Oh, you know why? It's because ah. I my lifelong habit of minimizing things when I'm done looking at them. Cannot do that with Discord. Cannot do that with Discord. All right. Well, that was an exciting beginning. Okay. Yes. Off to a great start as usual. Friends, welcome to the R&R Show. We are here. We are live. Welcome to Twitch. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good show. I'm looking forward to this one. We've got a fun topic um, that I'm always uh, happy to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we already did to- uh, top 10, you know, uh, gifts, g- games to give as gifts. But, you know, the holiday seasons are far from over. So what do you want to play with your family as opposed to what do you want to give them? Just seemed like a no-brainer. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, Paula Deming's in the house. Hey, Paula, you're awesome. I love everything you do. Someday I hope to meet you, IRL. Yeah. Um, hey, Kabuki. Hey, Finger Themer. I know I'm going to be meeting you next year in Vegas, baby. Armor yes. Sword, Flying Dutchman. Yay. I'll, I'll let you do some of that, saying hello to the nice people. I got some stuff Well, Paula do. does ask, uh, Rua, how are you feeling? Thanks, Paula. I'm feeling a little better. Um, un- I was sick. Uh, so, folks, if you don't know, I was supposed to go to PAXU this week, and literally the morning that I was supposed to fly out on Wednesday morning, I came down with a cold, and I was like, no, and I felt awful, and I was there's just no way I was going to go out there feeling the way I did. And also, you know, I don't want to put anyone else at risk, you know, in these times, you know. So I stayed home for a couple of days. I was in bed, and then just i just been worn down and worn out. So I, I am feeling a little better. Thank you, Paula. Thank you all uh, for for uh, your concern and but you know i'm here to talk about games with with my friend here and um ready to go yeah i'm, I'm happy you're here i mean actually when we first got we were talking you know like 20 minutes before we started on discord you really did seem pretty hangdog you're like oh and i, and I said oh, you yeah. know the show doesn't have to go on i mean the folks can wait and but, but your attitude was hey this is the first time you've actually you know gotten in the chair for a week and you were looking forward to it and you're already picking yeah. up i can see yeah, it's just one of those things. You, I, you know, I've been in my room for you know last you know five days or whatever, just miserable, right? And you know, slowly every day is getting a little better. And um, you know, shout out to Michelle for taking care of me. You know, best nurse ever. <laughs> and um, but you know, just to be able, to, you know, I did play a couple of solo games in bed, but it's just not the same as being here in this spot, hanging out with you, uh, talking no. about games. And you know, after this, I know I'll, I'll have the energy to play another solo game uh, after this as well. I just noticed in the uh, chat. Um... Uh, Omar says, damn, I've been skipped. I think I was saying hi to everybody and I stopped just at him. Omar, I'm so happy you're here. You get the special full screen. You are, you're never skipped. Nobody puts Omar in the corner or Ruel. Hey, welcome Omar and everybody else who is showing up. And oh yeah, people are showing up. We are close, Ruel. So close to unlocking another RVR. 
Um, wow. Yeah. Do we have a game for that yet? Do we know? No, we haven't even talked about it. Honestly, I didn't think it was okay. going to happen this year. But we've got two. We got this episode and two more episodes. It might happen that we have to get ready I, to play something with the with the audience again. Yeah, I think so. So last time, folks, if you missed it, we played Rolling Realms here, and um, on the first RVR rather than R yes. and R. So for this next one, um, we're looking to do something similar, a bingo-style game where we can play and the, everyone in the, uh, who's watching can play along as well, which I thought worked great for Rolling Realms. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, that'll be a tough act to follow, quite frankly. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's other bingo type games out there, but we'll, we'll figure it out. when we, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, which exactly. has to do with you folks, because did you know that if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can actually support the show financially for free? But every, once yes. every month, you can um, subscribe to one channel on Twitch for 30 days or 31 days or whatever, and you'll watch it all ad-free, uh, but you'll get more bonuses here, because if you are a subscriber, you'll appear down at the bottom of the screen with all those little cutesy avatars uh, right there. And um, Oh, and thank you for the bits, Kendricks. Oh my gosh, we're getting closer to the bits goal as well. Awesome. Um, so if you subscribe, you, you're ad-free, you get an avatar on screen, everybody's dancing for the bits right now, or everybody's hovering for the bits. So excited oh, <laughs> um, for the bits. Thank you. One dollar closer. And, um, oh, you get uh, exclusive... Uh, extra videos that nobody else does. If you scroll down below, you will see there is a subscriber-only section where I post links to hidden YouTube videos, like our old playthrough of... Um Oh, was it? Uh, was it Zulk of the Mayan Calendar with the Tribes and Prophecies expansion and some other stuff? And uh, yeah, I don't remember what all we do for subscribers, but if you're interested, and therein ends the sales pitch. I ah, Twitch makes <laughs> us do it. But you know, I know, if right? we just get a handful of more subscribers, we will hit that RVR episode, which I'm, which I had a blast doing last time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about that. I mean, it's great. We're what I think 13 away from uh, hitting that goal. And again, as uh, uh, Roger said earlier, you if you have an Amazon Prime account, you get a free subscription per month, folks. So feel free to use that here, and it'll get us closer to that sub goal. Um, do want to say shout out to Ruckus in the house. Nayami's here. Uh, Thinker Themer, thank you so much for the love. Appreciate it. Exacting Vampires here as well. They just bought Nocturne for their wife for, for Christmas based on a recent episode. Uh, nice. We've got to get you back to where you can pin stuff on screen because I can't find that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm just scrolling up and up. Yep, yep. Uh, let's okay. see. Oh, what else? Oh, speaking of the avatars, by the way, you'll notice they're back. They had their grand debut last week. Uh, there were some problems. I love them. I think they're great. I just like, over in the corner of my eye, just seeing all that motion. All those silly things and all the customization everybody can do. Um, there were a couple of problems that were pointed out. So I've taken steps to address them. One... They Before, they were completely obscuring the view of the banner at the bottom of the screen. So nobody knew what topic we were talking about or what number game we were on. We were doing countdowns and all of that. So as you can see, people now the avatars hide behind the text, which I think is actually kind of adorable. Actually, I really kind of like, like that. Yeah. Those things are super cute. Yeah. The other thing was that um, they tended to create a lot of chat spam. Whenever a star got spawned and people started jumping to try to catch it to get more customization points, or um, you know, if people wanted to fart or whatever all you can do, um, you know, it was just like, you know, there, there was just it really kind of got in the way of chatting. So what I figured yeah. out a way to do is if you issue any command to your avatar like sit or uh, hover or um, you know all the different things you can do. By the way, I think it's um, uh, uh, exclamation point. If you type in the chat, 
Exclamation, I'm going to do it right now. Exploit actions, you'll get a list of what you can do. You can attack each other, you can fart, you can duel, you can hug each other, you can jump around, you can do all kinds of things. And what will happen is uh, most of these things, if you do them, you will get a message saying, what does it say? Rotto runs through deleted your message, click to show. Because what I what I think I found a way to do is as soon as those commands are issued, I've got a thing set up that will immediately delete them from the chat. So nobody sees them. And um, so if people are jumping like crazy to catch a star, uh, you know, every time you try to jump, you'll see, oh, I deleted your message, but the message still went through. You will do the jump. So mm-hmm. um, the more messages you do, the more you'll see the message is deleted. But if you watch on screen, two or three seconds later, your avatar will jump appropriately. That was the best way I could come up with it to try to fix this problem. And um, of course, as Marcus points out, well, um, I can jump, jump all day long and uh, and it won't get deleted. That's because you didn't do exclamation point jump to make your avatar jump, smart guy. Yeah. So oh. don't forget, folks. So you need that exclamation point. That's the that's the command, and then whatever word it is. And you can see there, it came up in chat. You have uh, attack, uh, bomb, clap, and all kinds of stuff there. You can uh, yeah, put yeah. On your avatar. And now yeah, I believe those um, those uh, notice your your dance was deleted by the avatar. Only you see that. Those mm-hmm. should not be seen by anybody else. The initial command disappears, only the output. Like if somebody wants to start a roulette wheel, which I forget, I think it's like exclamation point bet, and then you bet a certain amount of money. Everybody has 20 seconds to try to, uh, you know, join that bet and see how well they can do on the roulette wheel. So the output of that will appear, but the original command saying bet will not appear on anybody's screen other than your own because it got deleted from the rest of the chat. Let's see here. All right. Um, And now, is that correct though? No, it's not. Oh my gosh, I get all kinds of... Oh, oh, no, no, I'm seeing these. Let's see. Can somebody confirm... All right, I tested this like crazy over the weekend. The problem is I'm logged in as me, so I see everything no matter what. If I go to just uh, an anonymous or incognito mode... Right. Mm -hmm. Oh no, it says message deleted by moderator. Oh. I almost said a really bad word just then. (laughs) Dang it. Yeah, people are verifying, yeah. Meeple Conrad, hi Meeple, I miss you too, brother. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, people are just um, saying that they're seeing a lot of deleted messages. Okay, well, I mean, you should see it when you yourself delete. Okay, but now I'm watching just as an incognito mode. Um, somebody jump, jump. Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump, or or hug <laughs> me. Hug exclamation point hug. Rotto runs through. Let's see if that shows up. If it does a delete. All right. So no, I think it's working. Um, because I'm watching for a bit. You yeah, see all Nasgoth. So Nasgoth sees. Oh, you know what? Um, mods, of course, will see. I don't know. I, I've made some people mods just because they seem like they're okay dudes and dudettes, and they're hanging around yeah. a lot. So I think mods will get that information as well. But I'm just logged in as a complete oh, okay. nobody, and so me as a no one, I don't see these messages at all. Uh huh. But does a follower see them? Okay, okay. somebody in the chat... Oh, I see. Spectre says, I don't know the specific bot, but there may be a setting to use Whispers for scan. I looked into Whispers. Apparently, because Whispers Ooh. are very easily used for um, abuse, 
you know, I mean, uh, you know, for, for harassment and whatnot, that mm-hmm. Twitch um, really puts a stranglehold on bots' use of whispers. Bots can do it, but Twitch gets really, I mean, you know, Twitch tries to minimize that. Uh, because I did talk to a bot maker. Hey, is this something that I could use? And they said, look, if you try this, you'll get shut down by Twitch because Twitch does not want bots doing whispers. For Ooh, perfectly okay. reasonable, it makes perfect sense yeah. why they wouldn't want to do that. Yep. Let's see. Wow. So, for instance, um, oh, I, all right. That is interesting. Some well, people are seeing the delete messages from yeah. others, but others are not. I'm just logged well, in as a completely anonymous random person. And um, well, yeah, are, Goblin, you're seeing the Goblin because I know yeah. who you are in real life, and I made you a mod, um, which I didn't tell you about. Surprise! You have Banhammer <laughs> controls, I believe. Um, so yeah, uh, Kabuki is a mod. She'll see those. Um, okay. You know, uh, so a few. But it looks like if you're just a regular citizen, you're not seeing it, and that's why some people are saying they're seeing the delete messages. Others aren't. <laughs> Um, so that is the heavy burden you must carry as a mod. You'll see every time somebody issues a jump command, even if nobody else does. Yeah. Um, you're not a mod, uh, Kabuki. Hold on. Let's see if I can fix that. If I can find that. Yeah, uh, Kabuki should. Oh, yeah, I have to type it. I could have sworn I did that. I thought you were like the first mod I made. Sl- uh, slash mod k a b u k i. And folks in chat, just uh, just so you know, if you have that icon with the sword next to you, that that means you're a mod. So ah, okay. So, yeah. uh, that I did not so, know. Cool. Learning all yeah, kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, ta- all right. Uh, I'm not even falling. All right. So, time spun one says you get the deleted, but time spun one. Are you seeing the delete message when you do a, a command or when everybody does a command? I'm going to jump right now. Jump. Time spun 30 seconds from when I'm talking. Did you see? Um, you know, the, because I'm, I'm logged in as nobody over here and I didn't see that message, but I did see myself jump on screen. Hmm. Time spun. You did see. Right. And I just saw a duck of death try to jump. And again, logged in is nobody, but here's the thing. I'm not, I wonder if as soon as you start following or maybe as soon as you start subscribing, you see messages. That's what I was wondering too. Is there a difference between subscribers and followers? I maybe? bet there is. When I was testing yeah. this, I made some fake accounts and I, I followed uh-huh. and I didn't, I, did I follow? I didn't test that. I didn't actually subscribe to myself okay. with the, uh, with a fake account. Ugh. Right. Hmm. And somebody says phones see all deleted messages. Come on, Twitch. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You follow the yeah, mobile devices are funny with Twitch. Ah, oh boy. All right. Well, the then you know what? Then that means for some people this is great because they don't see any of the spam, and for other people they're seeing deleted message spam instead. Mm-hmm. So I can turn off the bot I found that automatically deletes so that everybody sees everything. Um, for folks who are seeing just, oh, uh, you know, administrator deleted command. Is is it better, or is it better to just actually see the command itself? And 30 seconds from now, somebody will say. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I've also reached out to the makers of Streamlabs, begging them. Because here's the thing, folks. Um, quotes must be enabled for this feature to work. Oh, somebody just tried to do a quote. All right. And I, I don't even know what quotes are. I saw when I was setting up the bot, oh, I could yeah. do quotes. I literally don't know what that means. Me neither. Um, let's see Ooh. here. Uh, neither bothers Naomi. Well, probably better okay. to see the commands than see the deletes. But see, the thing is, yeah. only some people see the deletes. All people see the commands. Mm-hmm. 
Ah. Spectre says, I think it makes more sense just to see the command. Yeah, because it is kind of confusing. Why is all this stuff being deleted? If you show up, you're like, why is, you know, all right, okay, okay. Well, then we say goodbye to Mix It Up, which was the third-party chatbot that just, like, will delete things. And uh, But apparently subscribers and people on phones can see, but regular people or people who have not subscribed do not see. Yeah, uh, and of course and this Nasgoth isn't mixed up fault. This is a choice Twitch made. Yeah, Nasgoth confirms chat on phones see the deletes, but on smart TV it doesn't. On a smart TV, so, <laughs> so it's just completely inconsistent. Yeah, it's just, totally. <laughs> Twitch has clearly not given much thought to this. All right, Come well on, I'll Twitch. shut down, mix it up, which means if you jump, that means uh, everybody will know that you jump, jump. Here's the thing. What I asked the developers of Stream Avatars to do, if you if if you're a subscriber and you scroll down to the um, down below the video where there's the uh, thing that lets you customize yourself, one of the things that appears there is a little control panel. And if you use that control panel to jump and dance and hug, um, it bypasses the chat window, and so you can do things without spamming the chat. But I don't expect okay. anybody to do that. That is clearly not how this is intended to work. And so now jumps right. start appearing again. Arr! Okay, there's all the jumps. All right. Well, Goblin doesn't oh. see that it's better to go this way because Goblin was going to get spammed no matter what. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, tell you what, folks. This is oh. an egalitarian and democratic <clears throat> society. Let's put up a poll. Let's do that. There you go. All righty. This is not what and, I expected uh, while... to spend so much time on this morning because I thought everything just worked. But, of course, yeah. nothing works. Of course it doesn't. Yeah, of course it doesn't. Um, especially when you're live, you know. Um, yeah. As we're, uh, you know, setting this up, just want to thank all the new followers. Uh, appreciate y'all. We're at 912. Um, getting close to unlocking the bonus top 10 at 999 followers. So thank y'all for the follows. Um let me see what else people see. Um, mobile scene deletes those some messages. Yeah, it, it's just so inconsistent and weird. Um, Nazgoth is asking or suggesting maybe don't start a basketball match during the show. Well, Let's actually, I have a thing about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's going to be something, uh, a new version of the game, folks. So stick around for that. Um, going to go through the chat here. Nothing else on chat. We're just talking. We're just troubleshooting this stuff here. Uh, Meeple Conrad says, if a board game Twitch channel streams and there's no tech issues, can they even say they stream? That's right. Exactly, <laughs> my friend. Welcome <laughs> to Twitch. Yep. Yep. Okay, so there it is. There's the poll. All right, everybody sees minutes. the command every time somebody does it, or some people see command deleted. De- depending yeah. on what What's their platform is, folks? depending on what their status is, etc., etc. All right, so we got the first poll of the show right there. Um, yep. Someone oh, uh, mentioned... I, 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 yeah, I don't know who it was. Uh, someone had asked about the um, one of the things were no longer available for uh, channel points. Was it the argument that it's not longer available? Yes. Uh, wow. Because somebody wanted to just jump right in and order another argument from us. Yeah. We have two weeks worth of arguments queued, so I have temporarily removed that from the uh, proceedings. Once we yes. get through our existing backlog of arguments, we'll bring it back and people can start demanding we argue again. I did, however, yeah. replace it with a new thing because I love these avatars so much. I found the scale <laughs> command. So I can make anybody's avatar any size I want. And it's it's quite silly. As a demonstration, yes. scale, Rado runs through. I won't go crazy. I'll just go 50% bigger. And uh, let's see if I got that right. And uh, 
Of course, watch it not work, even though... Yep, there we go. So there I am. I've got my little rubber ducky on my head. I've got my duckbill. I've got my safety blanket. And I now stand head and shoulders above everybody. I can go farther, though. Scale. Rado runs through... I don't know. Four. Five. There we go. And then um, you will all <laughs> cower before me. Hello, everybody. You and the duck. Yep. Uh, yep. Just me and my duck of doom. So, <laughs> yeah, the deadly duck is upon us. So when I found this, I thought, oh, that's really fun. And now this is too yeah. big. I don't, I, don't, I don't want people to be this big. But I set it up so yeah. three people can make themselves bigger for the length of the show. Although, actually, I didn't even think of this. Yeah, I can make myself smaller, too. I can make myself, let's see, scale, oh, like grotto, runs, throughout. I have such a long name, uh, 0.3. I'm just going to be a little tiny. I'm going to be a wee little uh, tennis ball size. Oh my avatar. gosh, where'd you go? I can't Pretty even soon. see you. Yep, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I, I, don't step on me. You, I might scrape on my shoes. <laughs> Thank you, Omar, for the subscription. We are getting closer ever still. Yes. See, Omar, I told you I wouldn't forget you. Um, oh, and now they're all stomping because Omar, they're going to stomp me. Oh no. Except I'm in there. I'm a tiny little thing. Just, I'm, I'm like five pixels. I'm, oh, on, I'm in are. the bottom right corner of the screen. Yep. I am standing beneath um, uh, Fidel, Fidel, Fidel AB4, uh, Fidel, I think. Yeah. Oh, and Fidel is currently stomping me into the dirt. <laughs> oh, these are fun. Yeah, these all right. Fun. I'm going to go back to being a normal avatar now. Scale, Grotto okay. runs through one. Just normal size. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so that's a new right thing. Now, the, a few uh, people you, yeah. can spend their points to get bigger if they want. Let's see. Right. Oh, and the yeah. uh, we uh, we seem to have finished the poll. What were the yeah, final the results? Poll is done. The final results were... Um, Everyone sees commands. A narrow one. Three votes. Okay. So see, people, votes do make a difference. Okay, we'll leave it like this. I will go back to the drawing board and try to come up with a proper way. Um, because I just love these guys so much. Um, but you know what I should do then? I... Well, no, it's fine. It's... Mm. Okay. Yeah, hey, I've, yeah got okay. A, I've got a job for our, our one of our moderators. Who can be the first to ban... Oh, hey, look at that! Yeah, H A H uh, pill or whatever. Uh, it's a spam bot. So let's see if one of our moderators could uh, uh, ban that. I've um, hit the big time. Bot. I think this yeah. is my first. Uh, I think this is my first spam bot. Really? Yeah, I, oh, I, wow. I, I've never noticed anything so blatantly. Oh, remember because before I had um, I had URLs turned off. Oh, uh, okay. And I turned yeah. them back on because when you turn them off, that prevents people from being able to share clips, which is like, right. come on, Twitch. I know, right? Come on. Uh, just... So let's see if anyone can ban that person. All right, yes. Uh, Who did you say? I mean, oh, see, actually, I think I have a, what is it? I, I do slash mod, and I think it tells me who all my mods are, right? Okay. Is that it? No, I don't know. Nope. Okay, nope. I, I don't know who my mods are. It's, oh, Kabuki has a sword, so Kabuki is a mod. and yeah. um, But Kabuki might have stepped away from the screen for a moment. Okay. Are they still there? Are they getting away with it? Oh. No, I mean, it was just one message, but it's you know, obviously a spam bot. Um, All right, well, I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah, okay. We, cool. need to, we need some mod boot camp, obviously. Oh, okay. Uh, there's Kabuki. Kabuki, what? it was H-A-H-P-I. I, I can't really read it. I'm like, uh, it's H-A-H-P-I-L. P-I-L. It's about a page up on the, on the uh, chat. Oh, Goblin tried to ban. Uh, I think you just click on their name, and then it'll, it should say... Well, the weird know, thing is, to do it, you have to... Um, you, you have to... Where is it? 
You have to click on the chat settings, which is below where you type in stuff, and then you have to turn on show mod icons. Because by default, that's off. Oh. Which again, come on, Twitch! I make somebody a mod, <laughs> and then you hide their mod abilities from them? Oh, Twitch. Come on, Twitch! Uh, okay, there we could type slash ban and username or click. Oh, you can, um, oh, you, you can use physical commands too, right. Oh, uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, I guess that's why they're off by default, because I've turned them on recently, and I guess it might be yeah. easy to accidentally, um, you know, trash can somebody without meaning to. That's true. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hey, this is... Uh... <laughs> oh, it kills all your chat when you switch the... Oh, come on, Twitch. Why would you do that? Why would you eliminate oh, no. all the... Come oh, on, God. Twitch. Oh, my God. All right. I'm not going to let this person get away. I'm going to ban him myself. And I do it. All right. I hit the button. What happens? Do... All right. Oh, no. I have to time out. No, I have to ban. Then ban. I delete the message. Okay. Done. Oh, Phew. Goblin did it. Okay. Oh, Okay. I, well, I did it on my screen, but apparently multiple people can do it. Oh, of course, Kabuki turned on her mod privileges, and then she couldn't scroll up to get to it. Yeah. Because of course. Oh, wait, someone, that makes perfect someone sense. Delete, don't delete Meeple Conrad's message. Meeple Conrad's okay. Meeple Conrad's Not one of the good ones. Yeah, he's, he's a great one. Oh, oh yep. no. <laughs> yeah. I gave you the mod privileges. I'll take them away uh, yeah. if, if there no, is like a report crazy, of uh, you know, mod powers going to anyone's head. All right. <laughs> Hi. Oh, I like this. Um, the real, oh, real happy says, Twitch here. Yeah. We're going to give you this axe. We'll be a sheath in a chest on an island on top of a turtle about 100 light years away from you. That seems to be about the way things are going at this point. I would have to agree. Okay. Well, okay. So, um, okay. The, the commands are back on. The avatars are awesome. Uh, so... People will be jumping every once in a while. Hopefully people don't mind too much. I will go back to the drawing board, try to find another way. But we actually have real work to do. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, Karthik gives the Rotto frown to the spam. But it's it's <laughs> it's it's fun spam. It is fun spam. Ah, anyway, though. Um, right. So we have an argument that was actually suggested to us by a user on Board Game Geek who watches the show later, doesn't watch it live. And I thought, well, there's no way we could argue about this. And I asked Ruel, and he said, and he said, well, of course you think this. And I'm like, no, I think the other. So yeah. we have an actual argument. So 14 days ago, Flying Dutch Rocker requested an argument. We are finally going to make good on that. Because today we are going to... Ar or, oh, where'd my thing go? Where'd my notes go? Oh, where'd it go? I've got... Oh, how did that happen? There's my top ten. There's that. How is the one thing I need right now the thing that disappeared? Of course. Because of course. Because of course. Twitch. Banner. There we go. Banner. Okay, folks. We are... I was going to be all smooth and stuff, but then I revealed how, behind the scenes, everything is falling apart as fast as we can go. It's time for an R and argument. Finally. Yeah. We're 26 minutes in, and we begin our first actual segment. Um, okay, so, Ruel, the R and argument that was suggested, I'm sorry, I do not remember um, user on Board Game Geek who suggested it, uh, was comic book rogues gallery. Batman versus Spider-Man. Who's got the best villains? And I thought, <laughs> it's a nice idea, I appreciate it. We're a geeky show, but of course Ruel's going to agree with me that of course Spider-Man has the best rogues gallery. And Ruel responded like 15 minutes later, well, I don't know if we should bother because of course you're going to agree with me that Batman has the best rogues gallery. <laughs> and then I said, fight! So yeah. here we go. 
This is it. Yeah, Ruel. Um, I, I thought it was, explain I thought it was funny because we, we both thought we would uh, sync up on this. But this is one of the few things we do not sync up on. Yes, um, at all. I immediately, I, I typed, I, you know, I sent the email. I said, you know what? Of course, it's uh, Batman, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, what? Well, we're going to yeah. save it for the show. So here we are, folks. Who has the best rogues gallery, the best set of villains? Now, I'm more of a Spider-Man fan. So I love that world. Uh, I love that hero way more. That's just, you know, I love that world. But come on, the Joker. Folks, great one of the all-time, if not the greatest villains of all time. And even though he's not <clears throat> excuse me, even though he's not in Spider-Man's world, he's insane. Come on. And all the depictions of the comics. Like I remember back in the day reading, okay, you know, you read the comic books. Uh it wasn't even before, it wasn't called a Batman comics, it was detective comics, right? Back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I remember a one of those big size annuals or whatever, and the, there was a story with the Joker. I don't remember the story. But that literally frightened me as a child. The Joker <laughs> was so scary in that, and that maybe that just that just for my you know tra- traumatized me for the rest of life because I just remember the Joker being just like he was insane and he was like the ultimate like you know bad guy and he was like the perfect match for Batman. And to this day, I still think that's the creepiest scariest villain of all now if you're talking like a mal- the all the different villains you know lined up next to each other i mean spider-man's got all the great ones i'll let you talk about the spider-man ones but as far as like the top villain i'm going with uh the joker and that's why i went with batman so is that the beginning and end of your of of, of your argument is joker your argument is it's- one word joker it's pretty much it and you know and, you know and the fact that he is still like the best uh, movie adaptation of any of the superhero characters. Heath Ledger's Joker, beyond anything anyone else has ever done for any other uh, superhero villain or supervillain. In fact, that the Dark Knight, that his portrayal of the Joker was amazing. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rest my art. I'm gonna put all my eggs into one basket, and that basket is the Joker. All right. Well, before we go on, I just tried to do a prediction. I messed it up because it was too short. I'm going to see the audience can vote on who they think will win this. Even though uh, oh, okay. you're, I don't know if you're at an advantage or a disadvantage that they've heard your opening argument. Who will win? Okay. Um, I should have done this before we started. Ruel, or are you E L Batman, Rado, Spider Man? And by default, it was 30 seconds, so nobody saw it. I will set it for okay. two minutes. So, folks. Uh, get predicting. This is another thing you can use your channel points for, apparently. Sorry, I messed it up. Um, Oh, no, Goblin is apparently banning the wrong people. Is that what was mentioned before? Yeah. It's all good. Uh, They they accidentally banned Meeple Conrad, but Meeple Conrad is back. We just confirmed it. So... Thank you, friends. Okay. Well, yeah, we're back and better than ever. That was a very harrowing episode for uh, Conrad. Apologies (laughs) for that. Anyway, okay, so... I'm going to put your opening argument that one word Joker aside for a bit and talk more broadly. Here's okay. here's my problem with the Batman Rogues Gallery and why I think uh, Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery is superior. It's because Marvel is inherently superior to DC in all ways. <gasps> Gas. Did I say that? Yes, I did. Um, because oh. everything about DC is silly. Everything about DC is born on what now? Uh, almost a hundred years of just layering 
thing upon thing upon thing, mishmashing stuff together, weird, um, oh, sometimes we're silly, sometimes we're serious, but all of it is just so weird and antiquated and outdated. Marvel, from day one, with Stan Lee working with some of the greatest artists the industry has ever seen, built a cohesive world from the get-go that felt, if not our world, certainly parallel to our world. Everything, as a general rule, that exists in the uh, Marvel Universe just feels more solid, more connected, more relatable. And that's true for heroes, and it's true for villains. And so, if you want to compare, um, you know, uh, what's it, uh, Batman's premier villain, Joker, to uh, Spider-Man's premier villain, I would say you could make an argument that that's Green Goblin, Right. So we're really talking about, yeah. if we want a mano a mano, Green Goblin versus Joker, Green Goblin is a much more interesting character. Green Goblin is not this just mysterious cipher with no backstory. You know who Green Goblin is. He's Norman Osborn. He's a titan of industry. He's um, a close personal friend of the family of Peter Parker. There are emotional stakes involved as opposed to, oh, it's just some weird random hodgepodge of lunatic stuff that everybody loves because everybody has a really strong sense of nostalgia for either Cesar Romero or Mark Hamill um, or now Heath Ledger. Three amazing performances but and that everybody just applies that, say, oh, Joker is the greatest because there were three amazing performers who performed as Joker. Oh, and Jack Nicholson too. Let's let's give uh, credit where credit is due. And honestly, I yeah. kind of like Jared Leto a little bit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, whereas the, the character of Joker is just one note. And I mean, I know over the years, um, artists and writers have tried to do interesting things with him, but those are then always just stripped away. Hey, wait around two or three years and DC will hit the reset button and it'll all disappear again. Whereas the history of Peter Parker um, and Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, lives on. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert for a, what, 40-year-old comic, you know, uh, Green Goblin killed the love of Spider-Man's life. And not as part of an origin story, but it's something that defines Peter Parker, the death of Gwen Stacy. It's one of the most amazing moments in comics history. Nobody expected that level of depth and maturity in comics when that happened. Um, You know, and then the extra layers to that, he didn't really kill her. Arguably, Peter killed her because he didn't save her right, and he snapped her. There's so much subtlety and nuance. He's a more interesting character. There's more that can be done with him. He has, you know, switched back to sanity. He has fought his own internal demons. And honestly, I thought Willem Dafoe did a great job of portraying him. Let's not talk about the amazing Spider-Man um, Green Goblin, though. We can put that to one side. And uh, so yeah, really... we can agree on, yes. Yeah. I mean, we could go down beat for beat. Um, you know, uh, who, who else is really good? I mean, you know, what else people love? I mean, the Riddler? I don't know. I, I I would take Doc Ock any day face, of the week. You have Razagul, um, Bane. I mean, there's some great villains that they're um, all simplistic uh, that, one-note villains that um, are really? there just to do one thing and then disappear and then and now oh, here's another fundamental problem and this is more a problem I have with Batman in general. Oh, we caught him. Let's throw him in Arkham and then six months later, like clockwork, they'll bust out. Marvel doesn't play that. Marvel's villains, and this is true nowhere more so than the Spider-Man rogues gallery, they themselves change and grow and evolve. Look at where Rhino is now compared to where he started in the comics. He is an old, bitter man. Uh, he has, you know, he's lost his wife in a divorce. Um, you know, I mean, or look at Doc Ock. You know, the whole, um, was it, Superior Spider-Man run? I mean, just the, the idea that over years 
years of having conflicts with Spider-Man gave Dr. Octopus, Otto Octavius, so many concussions that it ultimately killed him. And on his way out, he realized, oh, I'm going to have my ultimate revenge, transfer my consciousness into Peter Parker. And then for like two years of the comic, Peter Parker was ostensibly dead. And Otto Octavian was growing as a person because of the example Peter set. There's nothing in the history of Batman that comes even close to touching that, and that's because the villains fundamentally can't, because they're all one-trick ponies. They are all there, as you said, Ruel, to basically be a boogeyman and scare you as a little kid, or to give an actor a lot of scenery to chew on. They're great for that, but there's no real depth or subtlety to them. And I'll let you talk for a while, because I've been going on for a long time. Wow, that was, that was very well stated. Now, I do have one problem. Now, mm. <clears throat> here's the thing. I knew I was going to get myself in trouble because I'm more of a Marvel guy, too. Ooh. So I was, uh-huh. I am a total Marvel guy, and I love the points you're bringing up. Now, the thing that you said, though, that I, I would take issue with is, you know how you're saying, like, DC just resets everything. Every now, I mean, Marvel hasn't done that in over the years. They have Come done on, it. With, they have d- and I'll give you that. I'll grant you that. But DC, in the last 20 years, has done it like five times. Marvel has it done it once in 50 years. Well, I, well, I mean, don't don't they have things where they bring characters back to life? Or, oh, they weren't really dead. Well, yes, yeah. Oh, no. But I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what DC does. Ever since Crisis on Infinite Earths was so successful, mm-hmm. they will literally hit the in-universe reset button. Hey, everything that happened before then... Didn't happen now. Now, here's our new reality. And then you had New 50... Oh. They've done it a dozen times. And okay. I hate it. It's one of the reasons yeah, I hate yeah. DC so much. And I know I should I was just going to say, that's why I don't read DC yeah. either. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like the killing joke is invalidated because of, you know, uh, some sort of reset. But it still feels like it yeah. does. Canon feels important to me. And so it kind of bugs yeah. me. Oh, we are rated by Chits and Giggles. Hey, everybody. We're arguing about Spider-Man hey, versus Batman villains. Um... And I think I'm winning. Oh, how did the poll go, by the way? I don't know. I, I'm not sure how it works. I've never done a prediction before. Um, prediction, let's see. Yeah. But also, thank you, I, uh, Omar, for subscribing. Thank you, uh, Karishal, show for subscribing. We are so close, Ruel. So close to unlocking the wow. RBR now. Yeah, that is like just right like eleven there, more bro. subs to go, and we might nice. actually it might happen before the end of the year. It'll be a Christmas miracle. Anyway, though, we're gonna have to start talking about what game we're yeah. gonna play. That's yeah. It's a it's a given. But here's the deal. Even um, with the in-universe stuff, where there are resets, I think Marvel, as a general rule, works harder at it. And certainly, there is no worse example in all of comicdom than Batman. It's just like, oh, yeah, they were locked up. We were trying to treat them. They escaped. It's, it's such a ridiculous revolving door. It's, it's a comic book trope. And Marvel is smart enough to say, yeah. hey, you know what? Most of the time, once I beat the villains... They escape and they can come back later, as opposed to we're always catching them. Because I because I think just and I'm not being fair to DC either. I mean, DC has certainly yeah. made strides over the last 20 years um, right. to not be quite so fanciful and silly. But um, you know, yeah, I, I was talking more about you know the Crisis on Infinite Earth, New 52, there you know Flashpoint. Okay. Every time yeah. DC says, "Wow, we've really painted ourselves into a corner here. This is all messed up. Let's just hit the literal reset button for our entire universe and start all over because it will juice our sales." Marvel yeah. has done that once. It was for Secret Wars, Secret three, Wars. four, which yeah. are the, the most recent Secret Wars. And yeah. honestly, that's when I stopped reading Marvel comics. When they did that, I saw, "Oh, you pulled a Crisis. Okay, I'm out." You gave me a reason to stop reading. Of course, they're doing it because yeah. it gives new readers a reason to start reading because, oh, this is a good place to start. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, I don't know if you want to try to put Penguin up against Vulture 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, Penguin and Vulture, I you know, they're they are what they are. I always, I, I love the character, um, the villain Two Face. You know, uh, Two Face is a cl- Two right? Face. That's a good example. That's probably, honestly, Batman's best villain because I, I think he's. Well, yeah, you, you could argue he's the best uh, character as far as a villain goes. You know that whole, you know, hey, here he was. He was, you know, Gotham's Golden Knight, basically. Yes. You know the, but then he, you know, accidents, you know, things happen and he he turned. So, yeah, I mean, you make a really strong case, and I I, I can't deny any of that because I am more of a Marvel fan, and as I don't know if I we talked about this before, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I'm Spider Man's my favorite superhero character, so yeah, I'm really it's tough for me. You're to arguing come up with against yourself. To, I, I basically am, yeah, and I I still think the Joker. I mean, yeah, he could. I I, I don't know if he'd easily a one note though, because I mean, I, I feel like there's what's his second note besides maniacal. Yeah, yeah, he's he's crazy. Obviously, he's yeah. Got, I mean, everybody loves him so much, but I really do think that is because if you're of a certain age, you loved Cesar Romero. If you're of a different age, you loved Jack Nicholson. And if you're of a different age, you loved Heath Ledger. And that's more of a testament to those actors than it is to the actual character. Yeah. And I lost blast for Kabuki me. Kid does bring up Kabuki Kid does bring up a great point. Oh, and Mark and I totally agree with this. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel was the first company to really give characters flaws and complexity. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And just again, that's why I love Spider Man so much. You know, it's not a perfect character, you yeah. know, and uh, he has his challenges as yeah, well. Yeah, DC so, is kind of stuck. Um, they 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 yeah. if, I imagine if they start doing that and they try to evolve their villains, this isn't what DC does. And I, I that's why yeah. I think as a general rule, they're weaker characters. Somebody I did see fly by, I can't see it now, mentioned, well, okay, but Catwoman over Black Cat. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> um well, Seven yeah, Ways to Sunday. On, yeah. Sure, sure. I yeah. mean, obviously Black Cat yeah. is every it's obvious what Black Cat is. I mean, and they do the best they can with Felicia. Hi, Felicia. Yeah. Um <laughs> Felicia. <laughs> but even still, that's another example. I mean, although you're right, Black Cat, I think, has more of an arc as a character than most Batman villains. Because, you know, she's gone good, yeah. she's gone bad. Uh, you know, they done interesting stuff with her. I really love Black Cat though. Um, you know, last I knew, she was actually now she basically the Kingpin went down and she took over Kingpin's organization, uh, oh, after being God, a hero yeah. for a long time. And I mean so I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do, are, so, have we have we hit the end of this? I was. I was. Yeah. And I, I was. So can we post the results? I of can that see prediction? there. There was a. I, don't, I have no idea how Twitch predictions work. I put up. They okay. had two minutes to say. Will Ruel win with Batman or Rado win with Spider Man? Um, I can bring it up myself. I don't know if anybody else can. And sixty-seven percent said it was going to be Spidey. Okay. Yeah. And let's, let, let's be honest. Oh. I'm oh. Oh, oh. Right. Oh. I see. I have a button here. I have to choose. Um, do, who would you say won? I, I would say you won. Alrighty, I mean, then I'm going to choose you, the you, outcome, yeah. and I say it was me. This is kind of rigged. I can uh, and uh, and now I believe. Really? Let's see. Are you sure Rado Spider Man is the correct outcome? Once you choose this, uh, viewers who have chosen the correct outcome will get 360 channel points. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. All right, yes, oh, people I am, actually have. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, people had to predict with channel points. And the prediction results are in. Rado Spider-Man win. And so a whole bunch of people make a whole bunch of points that they can use nice. to no doubt save up to buy their next argument. Because people yes. like arguments. All right. <laughs> now, All did right. someone uh, uh, try to cash in a this or that earlier? I thought I saw that scroll uh, I by. think so. I, let me let me go and let me bring up the... Uh, let's see. So that's done. We have one more argument. Folks, start thinking about good arguments. Because Will and I, we can't think of any. We get along too well. And yeah. even in that one, it came true about halfway through that... Ruel didn't 
feel that strongly about his perspective. I, yeah, come on. I love <laughs> Spider-Man way too much. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so we have another argument. We have a top three that came in last week. We do have a this and that, and we have a, we have two top threes and a this and that. Okay. okay. Um, you you want to do, do a top three? Knock out one of those top threes? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that, especially because it's the oldest one. Um, so we're going to okay. do a new top three. Folks, do, should we come up with suggestions and let them vote, or do we want to make them suggestions and then we choose? What do you think? How do you want to do this? I'd like to get the audience involved here. Let, let's let them uh, come up with stuff. All right. Exanting Vampire gets uh, their wish. Folks, uh, start suggesting a top three. Um, I would like a mix of silly things, but also game things. Because this is yeah. essentially a game show. If I'd like the top three Reiner Kenichia games, that would be cool. Um, as opposed, because cool. I think last yeah. week when we asked, all we got was ice cream and and you know Star Wars yeah. movies and stuff like that. Right. Oh, but I remind, yeah. remind me, we did promise somebody that we would keep putting holiday movies in until it happened or until Christmas came by. So let me start working <laughs> on this poll. Uh, right. All right. See, I need a new poll. Oh, Andrew, that is asking. This is a game show. Yeah, I, apparently it is. I, I think it is, Andrew. Um, top three. All right, so I've got best, best holiday movie. TV what else? Games? I can put up to five. So tell me what there's anything you see that sounds uh, good. I'll top type three it. tile placement games. Tile placement. All right. All right. Top three games you regret getting rid of. That's an interesting one. Uh, game regrets. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, top three. What is this cult? Uh, that, that one I don't understand. Um, top three special meeples. Special meeples. All right. That's a tough one. Um, I can think okay. of a couple off the top of my head. Do we have head. any? There's a you top know, honestly, three. We don't have to choose games. these. I think that's too hard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> top three greatest game moments. Oh, I like that greatest one. Greatest game moments. All right. That's cool. One more. And then the folks. One here. more. Let's do uh, top three thematic superhero games. Thematic. Superhero games. You know what? There, there, there might only be three, quite frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> alrighty. So, um, boom. And we'll give them three minutes to start that okay. poll. Vote! Make Vote your voice everybody. heard, folks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, and while they're voting, let's see. Have we missed anything? Uh, oh, again, thanks to everybody. Hope you're hope you're, anybody who stuck around for the raid. Hope you're getting what you uh, what you came for. Hopefully, chits and giggles did not steer you wrong. And um, right. Ah. Okay. Right. So we got a couple of minutes, folks. So go ahead and vote. Yep. 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 What we're going to do? Our top three. What else do we have to cash in? We got a top three. We did our argument already. Yep. We've got another um, argument, which we'll do next week after we get a good yep. topic. Uh, we yeah. got a this or that, and we have a we have two top threes. I think I really okay. have to yeah. stifle these a little bit more. They just they come in yeah. too fast. Yeah, and so far uh, nobody's uh, requested to have a giant sized avatar. Point. Very sadly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these little avatars—they're cute. They're fun. Yeah, uh, I like seeing all the people jumping up around and stuff. Um, have we talked about what's coming up on the show? Oh yeah, well, um, hey, you know what? We could give a game a gay. How about we give a game again while they vote? Yeah, well, let's do that. That's a yeah. good idea. Although, let's see. Yeah. Okay, so I can I hide that? Right. 
Let's see here. How can I hide that? That means I'd have to click this, and I would have to click, where is it? Alerts, spin wheel, uh, green screen, face camera, discard. How do I hide this? Where, where does the top, banners? Oh wait, oh no, is it up here? Is it up here, I bet. Alerts, spin wheel. I have no idea how to hide this thing once it's come up, because I don't remember where I hit it, in what scene. I oh, thought it was uh, in alerts. Pull. Yeah. Um, wait, okay. okay, so I need this, and then I need to come over here, and okay, here we go, here we go. Uh, stream after stickers, chat highlights, poll, poll. I'm just going to hide the poll for a little bit. Voting will continue, okay. folks. But what am I doing? I've totally forgotten what I'm we're gonna, doing. We're going to give a game away. We're going to give a game away, yes. Right, which means we have to go over to the browser, the Wheel of Names. Uh, we had a bunch. Uh, that, I, I don't know if we just had a more successful show last week or if people just really want a copy of Houses of Karar, but we had a big uptick in votes. And by the way, for folks who are wondering, remember the uh, secret word was royal and I kind of flubbed it. And I said royalty, and then I said royal. So some people were, they didn't hear royal, but they heard royalty. And so they guessed that was correct. It was correct. Also, we changed the topic midway through. We changed it from coins to chips. And some people were saying brass, because you were showing your brass. And some people were saying clay. Don't worry, I caught every single one. So everybody's entered. Let's see who wins. Okay, good luck. Oh, is it showing? It's not is it showing, showing on the screen. Oh, no. No. Oh, because I didn't hit the button. Well, then, you know what? That was a trial run that only I can see. I'm going to refresh the page. All right. Let's see. I have to hit this button. There it is. There Here go. we go again. All right. Good luck, everybody. And I will never say who, um, who who guessed first. Um, you know, who could have got it. It'd be amazing if they get it again. They did not. All right. Constantinos. Congrats, have we Constantinos. already had a Constantinos as a winner? <sighs> I don't think so. Okay, that's good. It's not yeah. with that last I, name. That last name doesn't ring. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not how it's supposed to work. Um, okay. okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, Constantinos, I'll be in contact after the show. I am sure the topic is done. I'm not going to bring it back up because that's kind of hard. The uh, winner was tile placement. Ruel, oh, it's time to talk about our top three tile laying games, which I'll oh, be honest, gosh. that is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. I'm going to go on and wow. change the title. Control-V, top three tile layers. This is okay. going to be a tough one for me. All right, and congratulations to Constantinos. Hooray! All righty, yes. top three tile layers. Um, obvious, I mean, are, are you going to be weird? Are you going to demand we put Carcassonne on this list? Because Carcassonne is no, great. No. It has I, its place. I, but, oh my gosh, I think yeah, the, the form a, has that, come that's so That's like far. a historical thing, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. Gosh. Let's see. Top here. three. This is tough for me. I, I I can think of two right off the bat that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. The third one. Well, I, I'm gonna. Should we? Are we going three, two, one? Or are we just gonna do? We're, we're gonna. We're, we're just, just gonna do three. This is gonna be the definitive. Okay. And um, okay. honestly, I think the easiest way is one of mine, one of yours, and then we have to maybe argue over okay. one. Um, okay. Also, I am going to um, dismiss cards as tiles. They got to be real tiles. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. That, that's I, I agree with that. Yeah, that's, okay, that's that's fair. Ooh, or chips is tiles. Oh, so the dice. one I'm going to vote for. I've I've shown a lot of love for this one, and yeah. you know how much I've, I've enjoyed this this year. Yeah, Cascadia. Cascadia is Cascadia a is fantastic. Show. That is hard yeah. to beat. Everybody loves Cascadia. Wonderful. Yeah. Um. That's that's one. That's going to be one of my. I can't. Top you know, honestly, I can't so. argue against that. 
It is literally impossible for me to go against. Uh, I think I'd be run out of Meepleville if I were to do so, (laughs) because it is so, so good. Let's see here. Okay. Um, All right. So that 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 that's your locked. You you must have that one on this list. Must have that one. Fair on enough. Fair enough. I am torn. You know? My go-to for tiling is always. And by the way, I'm also ignoring games that. Oh, there's tiling, but there's a bunch of other stuff. I'm just trying to go pure tile layers. And Glenmore yeah. is is so good. Mm. It continues to be. And Glenmore Two is great too. But actually, I still prefer the original Glenmore. If I'm honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Miyabi or yeah Miyabi from. Uh, oh. Haba, right Hava. behind it. Miyabi is phenomenal. It's so good. And Isle of Sky is, is amazing too. And yeah. Habitats is fantastic. I'm just actually looking at my list of games. Would you consider the Castles of Burgundy a tile layer? I, I, could you? No. There's more Florida? to it than that. I mean... There's more to it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cascadia, it's just all about the tiles. But, I mean, in Burgundy, we're yeah. shipping stuff. We're unlocking secret powers. We're, do, we're, we're managing we dice. dice. Yeah. We're um, you yeah. know, doing regular scoring sessions. I, I think it's... I, Burgundy is more. I wouldn't yeah, put Burgundy on. Um, I w- you could maybe argue putting Tuscany on Castles of Tuscany, which is a super. Okay. Castles of Tuscany is really Burgundy, the tile layer, because it's the tile nothing. Yeah, but the you tiles. know what? You're right. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I wouldn't put Tuscany as a top three. I love it. I wouldn't either. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that there, there you go. Um, okay. So we've got two of them. All right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go Glenmore. All right. Glenmore. Um, Cascadia. What's a third one? So many. I know. It, it, it is literally one of my favorite things to do in board games because after the game's over, I feel like I've done something. I feel like I've made something. You There's know, and I can look at it and say, look, this is it. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I see the audience. Hey, the audience, um, Nazgoth says, well, Azul is a tile there. That's a different kind of tile. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. that's... That's a ceramic tile layer. We're talking about yeah. cardboard tiles. Nice try, Nazgoth. Um, oh, Akrotiri, Nazgoth mentioned. I like that one a lot. Oh, I love Akrotiri. Oh, Overboss. Here's the deal. I don't think I could put Overboss and Cascadia on the same list. Personally, Agreed. I think yeah. I would put Overboss over Cascadia, but I know you feel very... Do you want to yeah. reconsider your Cascadia with Overboss, no, which is I... basically Cascadia fantasy? Yeah, I know. I'm locked in on Cascadia. I think that game just hits for me on so many levels. Okay, then you gotta um, tell me why Cascadia over Overboss. I, you know, it's you, it's, you, you know, played, I, right? I really do. I do enjoy the fantasy element, that whole eight bit world, you know. But I just think Cascadia does it better overall. Um, it does have the same similar, hey, dual lane. You know, you put two, uh, you put a tile, then you put something on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just think it. Like when you're done with the game, you know how you were talking about how satisfying it uh, feels to uh, to look at your yeah. um, tableau after you're done. Don't you think Cascadia just looks better than Overboss? I think so. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I like you know retro eight bit style art. I know not everybody does, yeah. but I actually yeah. really like it. And honestly, I feel more proud of my little four by four or five by five or five by four. I think it varies depending on player count. Um, yeah, my little Legend of Zelda map over map that I've made. With dungeons and swamps yeah. and, and, and and skeletons overrunning in the southwest. I mean, to me, it tells yeah. more of a story. Cascadia is a bit more abstract, basically. Interesting, because I would argue against the other way. Because uh, in Overboss, you always have a 4x4 four four yeah. grid. Whereas Cascadia, it can change. It, it truly develops as your habitats. You can go left or right. You can go up or down. So it's never going to look like a 4x4 four four grid anytime. It's never the uh, yeah, same. Yeah, the hex versus grid and yes. and not being constrained. See, I like the constraint, yeah. but I see what you're saying. That's fair. 
Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. we'll stick with Cascadia. We got Cascadia Glenmore. We need one more. I've got an what easy one. What about Isla Cats? Isla Cats? I was about to say R.I.L. Oh, Michelle would agree with you. On I know, that. because we, I mean, we, we, we can't do a tile layer without talking about at least having one polyomino. And you're right. Yeah. Isla Cats is probably the high watermark. But yeah. R.I.L. is Isla amazing. Is so good. Yes. So, okay, it's uh, one of those two. It, you know, our, our number three, Arhial or Isle of Cats? What's it going to be? As much as I love Arhial, I think I do have to give it to Isle of Cats. That game is so amazing. Go it does so much. I haven't even seen the yep. expansion yet, but there's so much more. Okay, then. Yeah. I think we have our definitive number three, is. Isle of Cats, number two, Glenmore, and the number one tiling game of all time, Cascadia. There it is, folks. All right. Thanks for spending your channel points. You got yourself a top three. And interestingly, uh, I don't even know if Real realized this. When we get to the actual Real show, this week's episode sponsored by AEG Games. So, oh, is it? Oh, you just put them perfect. at the top with Cascadia. <laughs> perfect. It's like I, I just had a feeling, right? Yep, 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 yeah. All right. Um, okay, cool. Well, there we go. Let me mark that as completed. Another one bites the dust. We're back in pre show mode. And let's see, did I already mark that as done? Um, top three, yes. Okay, so we have a this or that. We have a top three, and we oh, we have a supersized avatar from Duck of Death V, Duck of Death Five. Oh, cool. All right, you're you're scaling it, buddy. Um, let's see, scale. Right no, it's exclamation point scale. Duck of Death V, and I'm gonna give you a 1.7, 70 percent bigger. Let's see here, and hopefully that won't be too terribly obnoxious. Oh, there's the Duck of Death. There you nice. go. <laughs> yep. Um, all <laughs> kneel so before fun. your um, you know anointed yeah. leader because he was willing to spend the points. Duck of Death five. All righty, and Duck of Death. You Nazgoth will stay that also size redeemed for the rest of the show. a trivial pursuits. By the way, Nazgoth just redeemed some trivia. Oh my. Okay. What what are we in now? We've been we've been going for an hour. We need to do our show. And we need to have a yeah. little bit of time after. So um, you want to try and do one more? Or you want to get to the show? Let's get to the show and then we we can catch up um, afterwards. Okay. Cool. 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 All right, um, let's see here. Then I just need to get some stuff ready. All right, uh, I need to get the browser ready because we don't need the wheel anymore. Don't need that. We need to just get, because I have no idea what's coming from you, so I'm just going to have Board Game Geek uh, uh, at the ready. So that's good to go. Oh, that's the wrong browser. I meant to go with that browser. Yes, okay. So that browser's ready to go. And um, let's see, have we got our sponsor set up? As I said, it was AEG. Yep, there it is. That's fine. All right, so I'm going to go from to, hey, ready, AEG, blah, blah, blah. Then we come back here and we say hello. Right. So have we forgotten anything? We give you away a game. Oh, 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 before we start, we need a secret word. Yeah, secret word and also... Thank oh, you, Goblin. Uh, it was one step ahead of me. Yes. Yeah, secret word and then, oh, do we have the little thing that says we're live and, you know, we're not going to... we're. Not oh, yep, yep, that's ready. I can put that up whenever. I think. Okay, cool. Or can I? Wait a minute. What, where is it? Oh, no. Boop. It's a key that you're supposed to make. Oh, it's not there. Why is it not there? It is. there? It's up. It's up. Oh, is it? Top. Okay. All right. Oh, oh is it? yeah. Because it's, yeah. Okay. There was. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, uh, okay. audience, um, considering the fact that our topic this week is games to play um, at family gatherings or, you know, like, for the holidays, that kind of stuff, what's a good mm -hmm. secret word that we could work into all of that business, would you say? And of course, I shut the browser. Why did I do that? <laughs> All right, dysfunction says Tibby Baloo. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that's something a lot of us can relate to, but um, let's let's see if we got another one here. All right, 
Secret uh, word. See. Uh, suggested Goblin because Goblin remembered. Um, yep. Eggnog. Eggnog. Mistletoe. Yeah. Stepmother. Joy. Joker. Feud. Joker. <laughs> Joker. 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 Monopoly. Monopoly. Gingerbread. Hmm. Uh, gingerbread I'm interested in. You like in. gingerbread? Do you want to throw gingerbread in? I think I can I can think I can work that in one of my games. Okay, all right. Then gingerbread. Let me go on ahead and update my banner. Gingerbread is the secret word. Ooh. Secret word is gingerbread. All right. We have a uh, nominee. Cool. Okay, let me get the last little bits. I need to move some text around. Shout out the dungeon stuff. sound system for the uh, secret word. Good job, friend. So gingerbread is a secret word. Secret word brought to you by, what was it, Dungeon Sound System? Mm-hmm. Oh, th- uh, uh, Amy and or Maggie, don't miss work. The world needs you. <laughs> Good luck out there in um, in uh, in the Down Underland. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye, Amy. Bye, Maggie. Uh, mold wine. That would have been hard for me to work into any kind of conversation, mold wine. I, have, yeah. I don't even know what mold wine is. I, have to I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So I've got this queued up, ready to go. So, it's going to be, hey, Ray, this week's episode of the R&R brought to you by AEG. Should I say AEG or Alderac Entertainment? I guess just AEG, because that's what will actually be on screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you, how you doing? We're well. What's going on? Uh, we're, this is, you know, we're, uh, all right, and we, we have to give away the new game. What is the new game? Oh, right. Uh, sponsor AEG is uh, giving away a $50 gift certificate that you can use in their store. So, that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, very, very nice. And is that, um, is that available worldwide or just uh, North America? Um, we're still working that out. If it turns okay. out that somebody wins and it doesn't work, we will find a solution. Because uh, I'm not doing... Perfect. It is such a pain to take two to run two at the same time, um, mm-hmm. but I don't want to say, "Oh, sorry, this is only for North American backers." Uh, so we'll we'll right. figure that out as we go. Um, okay. Because I mean, oh, wherever uh, you are just... in the world, you are going to be getting a gift certificate. Either it's directly from AEG, or we'll figure something out. Okay. All right. Uh, Fidelia says that I sound strange. Can can I really? get an audio check? Yeah, post? let's do an audio yeah. check before we go. Audio check before we get going. Like you're check talking one, two, into a bucket. In a bu- huh. Uh, anybody else in the audience? Um, uh, somebody started a roulette wheel, I can see. Oh, Andrew is uh, firing up the roulette wheel. And uh, a little <laughs> echoey. Course. A roulette echo. A little echoey. That's weird. Oh, I, didn't, no. I didn't change anything on my yeah, end. Yeah, has this been the whole time, folks, that uh, roulette was echoing? Or did it just did start it just happening? Happen? Wow, everybody. I'm robot-like. Surely. I mean, we've been going for an hour. Surely somebody would have mentioned it by now. Almost underwater? Seems new. That's weird. It just started. Did, uh, hmm. Would that be something where you're switching scenes coming back? I, it, I, I mean, I did just switch some scenes, so it's certainly yeah. suspect. All right. Oh, I hate turning off Windows sounds, but in theory, I could do that. All right, folks, as a test, I'm going to disable Windows sounds, and I'm going to let Ruel talk right after bit. the roulette wheel, they said. It happened with the roulette wheel? No. Right afterwards, so there was that scene of the roulette wheel. Then you came back to this scene, I think. That's weird. Hmm. Well, okay. Uh, oh, it's gone. All right. So here's the thing. I've, I've I've fought so hard to make these virtual audio cables work to just pull you into one, and it is pulled out into a separate one, but you're still in Windows. And it seemed like, I did this last week, and it, you, you were, it was close enough to sync that nobody noticed. Apparently, it has now gotten out of sync, so I've got another thing to keep working on. I don't... Oh, uh, 
they say it's good now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so. What that means is there will be no more Windows event sounds. If somebody subscribes or if, if there's a raid, okay. we won't hear the bling, you know, or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. tell you what, I've turned it off. I'm going to turn both of you off and reset both of you. All right, nobody can hear anything now except for me for a little bit. And now let's turn them both back on. And now talk a little bit. And if that, maybe that'll fix it. Maybe, fingers crossed. Okay, well, hopefully that fix it. Check one, two, three. How's the sound, folks? Is, am I still sounding like I'm underwater or reverb world or whatever? So let us know. They'll let us know in 10 seconds or less. It's back. All right. Yep. All righty then. Well, say bye to Windows sounds. Why is huh. it so hard? Windows. This is such simple things that any channel would want. Wow. Why? Why? Well, it makes me so sad. So very sad. But it's more important that people hear your beautiful dosa tones at deep, deep baritone without any interference. Um, all right. Thank you. Oh, there's not like this hate it, though. Okay, so that did actually change it, but it was still there. So the question is, I mean, so, yeah, it was something that I guess could always happen. I still have to find out why are you still getting... It doesn't matter. You're off now. There will be no more Windows sounds for you folks for the rest of the show. But that's okay, because we're about to get to the main show anywho. Mm. Okay. So and just to verify, uh, everything's okay now, folks? Yeah. Um, I, it, it, yep, okay. I, I'm sure. Oh, and people are... People are... Uh, are uh, betting on the Ruel wheel Earth now. Um, exacting Vampire says, always bet on black. Uh, Rukas is betting 200 movie. on um, the second 12. All right. Um, and it's going to get in 20 seconds. Folks, if, if you want, you can type in exclamation point bet and like uh, how much you want to bet of your avatar points and all of that. Uh, I love this stuff, but I'm, I'm still worried about spamming. I thought I'd fix the spamming problem. I clearly haven't. Yeah. And, um, all right. Oh, and people are getting well, some. That's okay. But, but you know, I mean, of course, the first time this is ever... The first time anybody sees stuff, I mean, as it as it goes on, these things will calm down. They won't be quite mm -hmm. so prevalent as after people have learned how the system works. Oh, Lucky Duck right. is in the house. A follow from like, hey, Vincent and the gang. I don't know if it's Vincent or somebody else. Uh, great to see you here. Big fan, as you know. Okay, um, let's see here. Exacting Vampire bet on black and. Uh, Oh, 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 I, I, apparently, if you type in exclamation point currency, it'll tell you how much money you have. But apparently, it'll tell everybody how much money you have. Oh, here's an interesting thing. I believe exclamation point leaderboard will say who is the richest person. Le uh, let's see. Leaderboard. Um, right. Andrew is number one. Lanare is number two. Kabuki Kid, three. Kantu, 10K, number four. And Stacy oh, at number wow. five. Okay. Andrew Scott, all that currency. Look at yep. that. Alrighty, and obviously, I think I probably do have to put some kind of cooldown on the roulette wheel since people can <laughs> uh, keep uh, keep doing it. It's called Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> exactly. Yes, uh, you, you come here at least there's virtual currency, but you know, is it a, is it a slippery slope? Is Rado run through a gateway drug? That's the question we have to address here. Um, all right. Okay. 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 So your echo is gone, so that's fine. Okay. We've got. The thing queued up, it's going to be, hey, everybody, sponsored by AEG. Um, and this week, we're very excited about this topic. But before we get to that, the sponsor of AEG wants to give away. So what was it? It was gingerbread. All right. So we explained how the thing word, yes. works. <clears throat> and um, is there anything else? Is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, we can just get right into it. We're good. But yeah, there's no yeah. other warm-up, right? Oh, by the way, folks, um, Jen wanted to say a huge thank you to anybody who watched last week's episode and ended up taking her up on the Rotto bonus 
uh, you know, where, where they got a, a special gift with purchase in the mail. Oh my gosh, she had so many sales. She was working nonstop all weekend oh, long. Um, yeah, we were um, uh, having, I was having to go out and get food from the local restaurant. She's like, I don't have time to make dinner. I'm not have too many things. Uh, so we had a very Merry Christmas. That was, and I hopefully everybody enjoys the little glass bonuses they got. Uh, if anybody don't know what I'm talking about, if you watch last week's episode, rnr.rado.com, you have until the end of business day, West Coast time tomorrow to order stuff from Jen's Etsy store and get a special free gift with purchase if you type Rado into the comment fields while you're checking out. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, let's see here. I think otherwise we are good to go. Um, you know what? We just are. for fun, just to entertain me, before we go, let's have a battle royale. Everybody, it's, let's yeah. let's get into it. All right. And um, (laughs) while that's going, we will get the show started. What is this? What is this view? Oh, I don't need this view. I don't need that view. Get ready for the Battle Royale, folks. You all are getting dropped in there. Mm. All right. (laughs) So fun. All right. Yeah, I know. I love everything about them, except for the spam. All right. So I can close that. And uh, may the best meeple win. Um, did, did, uh, did, Did he come in? No, he went. He shrunk back to regular size. Oh, look at that. The scale was reset oh. for the fight. Ah, no, okay. I wonder if they're actually... They can't be doing real collision checks. There's no way they're doing that. It must just be all random numbers. But I might have to rescale oh. back. <coughs> Someone got a package. Nice. Duck of Death. Yeah, I mean, that'll keep you going if you're lucky. Listen, can I scale Duck of Death now? Or would that give him an unfair advantage? Oh, Duck of Death said they shrunk a long time ago. Okay, oh, it's, so oh it doesn't last just, forever. It doesn't last forever. Oh, no. All right, we'll scale Duck... Of death, V. Let's see if that. Oh, is he already dead? I think so. Okay. Well, duck of death. I'm sorry. I can't keep turning that back on every. Apparently, it only lasts for a while, which is totally understandable. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, make, it makes sense. I will have to change the text of that because I think I said, "Oh, you're for the whole show," because I just assumed it would stay on until I turned it off. But apparently, that's not the case. Oh, we're coming down to the finals. Who's oh, it going to be? Then there were two. And let's see who wins. Who got it? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. Deedly doo 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 doo. Um, yep. Oh, they can't see that? themselves because they're hidden behind the URL. Yep. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, normally we won't have a URL quite this long. I shouldn't have left this on so long. I should have kept it as pre-show. Oh, wait. Somebody's big. Oh, it's Duck of Death. He's back big again. Oh, that's right, because I scaled him. Duck of Death, enjoy your continued scale for a little while longer. Uh, But apparently it'll shut down, and I have to fix that. Okay, but anyway, woohoo! He's uh, he's, he's once again uh, a giant (laughs) amongst avatars. Okay, Um, cool, cool, cool. And other people are trying to jump to get as tall as him. Okay, all right, I think we're ready to go. Let me get back up my uh, list of scenes. And we will actually do what we actually came here to do after all of this hour of silliness. Okay. Yeah. An hour and 10 minutes of silliness, Always in fact. Fun. All right. Okay. Where are we? <clears throat> Boxer. <clears throat> hey, everybody. This week's episode of the r r Show is brought to you by AEG. 
Hey, Ruel, how you doing? How's it going? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I know you were feeling a bit under the weather earlier as the adrenaline started to kick in. Are you ready to talk about games? Uh, I am. It's Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, for those that don't know, I was scheduled to go to PAXU last week and <sighs> the day of my trip, right before I was supposed to get on an airplane, came down with a cold and that just, oh, I, it just knocked me out for the rest of the week. And I, I'm slowly but surely getting better, but um, I didn't want to miss this. You know, I, I really enjoy our, our talks every week. It's It does give me a nice um, boost of energy. And the fact is, uh, the fact is that I have not been in the studio for about a week now, and mm -hmm. I, I miss you know playing games. I have soloed a couple games in bed, but to be able to talk with them with you is always a special treat. So I did not want to miss it, and I'm here. I'm ready to go. Well, I'm really happy. I'm really excited about this particular top ten. Um, and, you know, very timely, of course. Uh, games that you want to play with your loved ones at family gatherings and whatnot. But before we get to that, we've got a little bit of business to do. Uh, we've already given away last week's prize of uh, Carrara, or Palaces of Carrara 2nd Edition. Oh, it's so good, so good. But we are going to be doing a giveaway this week as well, folks. And it is thanks to sponsor AEG. One lucky winner will be able to get a $50 gift certificate from the AEG online board game store. And uh, that is very cool beans. Uh, me, I love AEG so much so that I am putting up a top 10 this week of my top 10 favorite AEGs to basically celebrate the fact that they were sponsoring the show this week. Uh, and actually, it was tough for me to actually pick my fan favorite AEGs. You'll be able to find that video if you hit that eye in the top right corner screen or go uh, look at the uh, notes down below. Maybe that'll give you some ideas if you're lucky enough to win that $50 gift certificate. But Ruel, how do they win? Folks, all you have to do is watch the show. As we do it, we're going to be talking about all kinds of different games and there's going to be a secret word that one of us is going to say. Indeed. And what you have to do is type in the name of the game that we're talking about when the secret word is revealed. Uh, send that to an email and rotto.com or a contest at rotto.com. Mm -hmm. The secret word, you can see it right there below at the uh, bottom of the screen there. The secret word is gingerbread. Hopefully right? I spelled so just that correctly. For I think. Yeah, let me check. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> so gingerbread, um, be sure to spell it correctly. Send it to send the name of the game that we're talking about at that time uh, to uh, contest at rotto.com. Exactly. Um, and folks, I mean, every week I always get questions about this. Um, you know, it's, it's the name of the game. As long as you get close enough I'll figure it out. I have a, a little you know, uh, filter set up to automatically put the correct uh, name of the game. But if you make a typo on the game, or you know, if, if sometimes people still say the secret word and then they put the name of the game in the in the in the subject in the body, I'll find those. But if you just want to do me a favor, uh, you know, you'll see the name of the game on screen at that point. Uh, so if you can spell it correctly, that's great. But if not, don't worry about it. Contestatraw.com with the name of that game when one of us and we don't know who yet, we'll say the secret word gingerbread. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's what you need to be watching. I mean, this is an interactive show, folks. You got to stay frosty if you want to get those yep. prizes. So, <laughs> Ruel, um, we are talking about 10 games that we would bring to family gatherings because, hey, it's the holiday seasons. How did you go about doing this? How did you... What, any is... thoughts go into your decision making yeah the, the, this is uh you know I, I drew upon all these past years of you know family gatherings and what we like to play but um i wanted to bring in some new stuff as well because mm. you know there's 
I think there are certain games that I always bring to family gatherings, but then there's a couple of ones on my list that I haven't brought yet, but I think they're going to work really well. Uh, so these are, my games are going to skew towards uh, more, you know, gateway stylish yes. games, things that I can, you know, bring that will be playable by a wide range of ages. Uh, because in my my particular family, our, our family gathering, uh, we have uh, y- younger kids all the way up to uh, older uh, gamers as well. So yep. um, nothing that's going to be too complex, but um, really easy to pick up. So that's where I'm looking at from my, my point yeah, of view. Yeah, I had to look at it the same way because I'm just trying to imagine some of my in-laws who I barely know, and I know none of them know about board games beyond Monopoly, and I just tried to figure out, okay, a game... That if I say, hey, look, let's just play this game. Will you come and play it with me? The game itself is attractive, but more importantly, I can get them up and running and feel like they are making interesting decisions very, very quickly and just get pulled in because I have a very, very limited window. I mean, they'll they'll put up with it, but if I want to get them, if I want to get them hooked, I mean, this is my one shot. An interesting thing is, as far as my countdown, uh, my my the top of my list are the ones that I think are the bit riskier. Where I'd, I'd want to be a little oh. more selective, and when I get all the way down to my number one, that's the one that I, is safe no matter who we're talking about. You know, so I, I, okay. I, so that was kind of an interesting side effect for me too. So the first ones oh. I might be a little bit more selective. Okay, I'll choose this one because I know you like certain things. But then my number mm-hmm. two and my number one. Okay, everybody should love this, and it should work under any yeah. circumstance. So uh, okay. does that make sense? Oh, we didn't discuss who's going to go first. Who's number ten? Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll take the number 10. If you All right, mind. then I'll be number nine, number seven, number okay. five, and number three, oh. and number one. Well, then, Ruel, I think the time has come for me to ask, what is your top 10? All right. So your number the number 10 game on my list is Popcorn Dice. Uh, Popcorn this is a newish dice. game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a newish game that just... That. Yeah, see if that'll show up there. Uh, Popcorn Dice is from Van Ryder Games. Oh, I see. Um, it... Was out earlier this year, I believe. A very simple dice chucking game, and I always look at it like this. I know, you know, a lot of my family grew up on Yahtzee. Uh, this takes uh, elements of Yahtzee, where it's uh, you know, press your luck. You're trying to collect sets of popped uh, popcorn, and uh, oh, is it not showing up on screen? Uh, for some reason, <laughs> of course. Folks, for you who don't know, we actually record this show live the day before. There, we're, we're in front of an audience of over 100 people who are watching me flounder around trying to wonder why, after the browser has worked great all day, it has just suddenly decided to disappear. Because it's completely oh, wow. disappeared. Thanks. Uh, that's fantastic. Okay. Thanks, Internet. Time to call an audible and uh, bring out a different browser, I think. And hopefully that will work. Oh, my goodness. But wow. I'll let you that's a bummer. continue talking about it. How strange okay, so- this happen. On popcorn dice, you have um, standard six-sided dice. Now, these are very chunky. They remind me of uh, King of Tokyo dice. And you're going to have a big old, big old bag of them or uh, um, a popcorn box full of them. And on your turn, it's very simple. You roll all the dice, and some of them are going to have popped kernels, some are going to have burnt kernels, and some will just have regular kernels. And what you're trying to do is get all of them popped. Um, as you roll uh, regular kernels, those score you nothing. The pop uh, kernels will score you a point. The burnt kernels um, will lose you points, I believe. And um, I'm so sorry, I'm folks. I'm I promise the, you will see these things he's talking about before he is done. Or my name isn't Rotto, and it's not. So that's clearly the problem. All right there we go. Okay, is that yes? it? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. What the heck? I was about to call the whole show off, but okay. Hey, Rel, could you start over? <laughs> Tell us about popcorn dice from Van Ryder Games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. 
as you all, uh, <clears throat> there's a couple of different uh, die or faces on the dice. You have a burnt kernel. Okay. <clears throat> you have a double kernel. You have a single kernel, and then you have the plain unpopped kernel. And you just roll all the dice. I think it was like 16 dice. You just roll them all at once, and then you're going to pick and choose. Like the uh, unpopped ones must go back in your little popcorn bucket there. The popped ones stay there, and also the burned ones stay there. Now the burned ones can be returned by uh, you turn in a popped one to exchange it for the burnt ones because the burnt ones um, lose you points, whereas the popped okay. ones gain you points. Okay, and it's it's a race to 30 points. So theoretically, someone could win this on the first turn. It's very unlikely, but if you have like the perfect roll, you know it it could happen. But I, you know, we played a bunch of times. It's not going to happen. But it's so much fun. It's a very simple uh, dice chucking game, and you know, I always I like to I want to introduce this to, introduce this to my family because they haven't played it yet at um you know because it just came out early, earlier this year, and I think they'd really like it because you know who doesn't like dice? You know, you think of oh, Yahtzee, sure. all the classics. You know, it's very simple to pick up, and it's a press-your-luck game that plays in, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Are you going to pop all the popcorn or not? Um, because you can make those decisions, like, okay, I am not going to push my luck because I have too many burnt ones here. Or you can say, you know what, I am going to push my luck and try to get those remaining popped ones to get to the certain score, uh, which is I think is 30 points. First one, 30 wins. 10 or 50 minutes games. Uh, it's my number 10 right. popcorn So Yahtzee push-your-luck thing with really great dice and a very cool box that it comes in. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, you, it literally looks like a, a box, a popcorn box that you get a, at a movie theater. So really, really quick and simple game. Love it. Popcorn dice. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, that is very nice. I, I've seen it. Uh, I, but yeah, I mean, you're right. That is very, very, very lightweight. Um, but yeah. I, I think perfect for gatherings. I'm curious, though. Have you ever played zombie dice? Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, I should have mentioned that when I got in my uh, spiel. I loved zombie dice as one of those fillers. I think this is a better version of zombie dice. Wow. Because, okay. Yeah, it's not quite as it's a little. I mean, it's not as um, how do I put this? It's probably not as complex, even mm. though zombie dice is not complex at all. Yeah, yeah. But this one takes off that layer of you know, there's different uh, ways to you know shoot or kill or whatever. Plus, I think the theme is just uh, I, it's going to be more attractive, more family for friendly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Uh, that gave me enough time to uh, prepare to talk about my number nine, which I awesome. never know how to pronounce. Maybe you can help me with it. It is Arial. Arial. Uh, uh, the way I, I learned it uh, for Portuguese, the R's are like more like H's. Yes, Ahiel. that's what I understand. Yes. Say it again. Ahiel. Ahiel. All right. Yes. Well, here's the deal, folks. This game is fantastic. Ruel and I have talked about it on the show in the past. We both agree. I think, didn't I get your wife hooked on this game? If oh, I recall. Oh, totally. Yeah, because I'd originally you, suggested you, to you. Yeah, you. we had done a show about co-op, or no, tiling games or something. Mm -hmm. You had mentioned it. I picked up a copy of Michelle, just instant, like one of her favorite games of all time, instantly. Like top 10. Oh, yeah, easily. yeah. And, and with good reason. Yeah. And the reason I put this yeah. on the list is because, at this point, is there anybody in your family that has not played Tetris? Everybody knows Tetris. Everybody loves Tetris, right? And I mean, that this is, I mean, there are plenty of polyomino tile land games out there, but this one I think captures the Tetris feel in an interesting multiplayer way more than just about any other one because uh, everybody has their own little Tetris field where they're trying to make Tetris shapes, you know, the L and the I and the S and the, and the O, you know, all, all the different, four different shapes, uh, come down and trying to slot them in to very satisfyingly fill in all the little blank spaces. And, um, 
when you get one of these towels, you have to put it at the top and it has to slide down appropriately. And then when it hits the bottom, you can slide it left or right to slip it into place. It just feels great. Anybody who's played uh, Tetris and liked it is going to say, oh, I can play Tetris with you on the table? Let's try. And then, oh, this is so bright and vibrant and colorful? Yeah, let's try. But then where the game gets interesting is the pieces that are going to come up are taken from a central rotating board in the middle of the table. And on my turn, I get to do three actions, which means I could take all three pieces, but I can't rotate them. Instead, what I can do is, as one of my actions, I can rotate the entire wheel, thereby changing the orientation of all the pieces. And then I can, oh, well, now I've got two more actions. I'll take two of them that have been rotated correctly. Now, if you want, uh, if you, if the pieces aren't good for you, but you look to the player to your left who's going to go next, and you can see, oh, that piece is perfect for them. If i got nothing better to do, I'll just rotate it so that, oh, they're going to have to waste time rotating to get it into position. So there's a little bit of interactivity, and I could see that working in kind of a fun family atmosphere, but it just works so wonderfully. It's really fast playing. Super, super simple. This is a game with no real hidden information, so it's easy for me to teach people. But I mean, I, Again, if you know Tetris, you understand this game, and I think you will instantly fall in love with it. It's one of my favorite polyomino games out there because it captures Tetris. And the only complaint I have about the game is I think it is time for the publishers, Mebo and who is it, Pandasaurus, to reprint mm-hmm. this game and change the name. Please. <laughs> I love the original, you know, an RIL is a, is a Portuguese block party. And this is what yeah. it's trying to recreate all the different things, represent dancers at your party and musicians and all that. And that's all great. Yeah. But just republish it and just change its name to Block Party. And then every... Right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because... That's the perfect name, Block yeah. Party. Yeah, I mean, you 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 remember... And what was that game Rado was talking about? How did you spell it? I have no idea how to spell it. And you just can't find it. And I think that's why this game hasn't quite gotten as much attention as it should, because it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, it's the number nine on our Games to Play with Family Members, our aisle. Or as I'm going to call it, Block Party. Because that's what it should have been called block when party. it was published um, <laughs> worldwide. Yeah. It's it's so good. And, you know, I don't know if you knew this, but re- uh, earlier this year, there was actually a Tetris board game that came out. Oh, really? Uh, by Phil Walker-Harding. Yeah. And I played it, and it's not as good as this one. Wow. Really okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this should just, be the uh, official that, Tetris. And, oh, that's saying this something. This should be the Because you're a big P-Dub. Uh, uh, I am. A, you're a big PH-Dub fan. P-Dub-H. Yeah, yeah, I am a PWH fan. Right. Praise be Phil Walker Hardy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, so I, was, I was a little disappointed. And the, you know the 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 official Tetris game. I think it is because of the components. They they were just they weren't that good. But, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, I is a fantastic. Well, game. Okay, so what Let's is number eight, number eight on eight? our list? Yes, number eight on my list is Wits and Wagers: The Vegas Edition. Wits and Wagers: Vegas. I, I think that's the official name. Vegas Wits and, Wa- Wits and Wagers. I don't know. I'll do a search for it on Board Game Geek yeah. right now. Wagers Vegas. Let's see if we can find so, it. it no, Wits and Wagers, Wagers, it's Vegas, baby, is the... It's uh, Vegas, baby. Is, wow, is, wow, is the even better. It. There we go. It. Uh, this is a wonderful, wonderful trivia game. And, you know, as I bring these games to family gatherings, I'm thinking people are thinking, you know, Monopoly, Risk, Trivial Pursuit. Um, you know, so if, instead of playing Trivial Pursuit, let's play some... Wits and Wagers, it does Trivial Pursuit in a much better way, much quicker way as well. You can play this game in 30 minutes or so. And that's basically what I was looking for for my list of games or things that are, you know, easy to learn and quick to play. That way you're not spending hours and hours because not, you know, a lot of people are going to be new to board games. They don't want to be sitting there for hours and hours. But 
Vegas wins the wages. What this does, and I I was able to get the Kickstarter like the really nice play mat mm-hmm. uh, that they had. It, it looked like a roulette. Um, oh, uh, play mat. Okay. Yeah. So you you're gonna bet on not only your answers but everyone else's. So. Uh, it does the uh, wits and wages does this really cool thing about with trivia where you don't have to know exactly uh, what the answer is because all the answers are going to be number related, but it's going to be really oddball answers like you know thousands or millions or whatever. No one can get it exactly, but whoever gets closest to it, just like Price is Right, they will win the amount that they wagered. And then what Vegas does is you can wager not only on yourself but other people, and depending on where their answers are on the board, you can get odds like three to one, four to one. Oh wow. Yeah, it's so my family, we enjoy uh, gambling back in the day. We did. We don't gamble as much as we do now, but uh, we we do enjoy it. And uh, this brings them that nice Vegas element to the party. And it's always festive. It's always like, oh, I can't believe you didn't bet on this one or I can't believe you, you, you know, chose that as your answer. Um, It's a very interactive game. Very fun. It's easy to get into. And um, the game probably takes like 30 minutes to play. So that's my number eight. Uh, Wits and Wagers, uh, what is it called? It's Vegas, baby. It's Vegas, Vegas, baby. baby. It's Vegas, baby. Can I ask you this about it? Does that that level of of betting and gambling and whatnot add an extra level of complexity? Does it make it harder uh, to function as a gateway in a a situation where you might have uh, family members who are a little tipsy or any number of things? (laughs) <laughs> that's funny um no it doesn't that's the great thing about it um you're still going to try to you're you know you're still placing your bets on who you think has the correct answer mm-hmm. right so one of the questions may be what year was the first superman comic uh, published you okay. know and you you write on a little board like do i write 1941 1945 whatever and then you place those answers there and you're going to bet you know on which one you think is correct and whoever's the closest without going over gets that bet and so it, it doesn't it, it won't affect like where you're going to place your bets because i mean you may think about hey maybe i want to put all my money on ruel's answer so i get 10 to 1 whereas rado his yep. answer is on the 5 to 1 slot st- stuff like that so it doesn't add the complexity uh but it, it does give that it adds that boosted uh bit of gambling which i think is uh, can be a lot of fun for these uh all family right. gatherings okay. cool 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 all right. Well, I have to admit, uh, dirty little secret, I've never played Wits and Wagers. Oh, I'm very really? familiar with it. I know the basics. It's just not Are really you a works fan? well with two. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Are you a trivia fan? Though? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely give it a go. Um, so I yeah. guess it's if I ever come to your family gatherings, I might have a chance at. Yes, because this is not yes. on my list. <laughs> um, but definitely. on my list, uh, we're moving on to our number seven. Uh, I really, really wanted to have a roll and write, and there were several I could have chosen from because I love them so much. But ultimately, I had to go with on tour. This one made the most sense to me. This is one of my favorite roll and rights of all time. And it is so simple. You are the manager of a rock and roll band trying to tour across the United States. Although I believe the newer version of the game also offers a Europe map as well now. And every round, it's a bingo style game. We're going to roll some dice, uh, 10 side dice. It might say three and four. And that means on the map in some city, everybody has to write a 34 and everybody has to write in another city a 43. And what we're trying to do is put all these numbers in all these cities to fill up the map such that at the end of the game, we can trace a path covering as many cities as possible so we can have a more successful tour. It's so simple. It's so easy to teach and play. And yet I think it's a game that has really hidden depth. And it's depth that I think immediately becomes apparent to people. You know, once you set your first round, you're like, what? Okay, I guess I'll just put this here and there. And then you get to the second round, you're like, oh, oh, 
Oh, geez, and right off the bat, why did I put that over there? And you're, I mean, this game teaches you how to be a Eurogamer very quickly with very simple and intuitive decisions you have to make that, I mean, I've played this game dozens of times and it still challenges me every single time we play. I love it so much. Um, the, the, the main restriction is, though, you've got the dice that tell you what you have to write in the cities, but then there are three cards on display that tell you what regions of the map you can write in. So it's a very interesting game of timing and long-term guessing work, a little bit of push your luck. I, 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 if I can just get an 18 in the Northwest, everything will be perfect, and I'm going to make it happen. Or do I give up on that and say, okay, well, we're going to have to completely ignore the uh, Seattle and go a long way around it and head over to Idaho because I couldn't get that 18. Um, but everybody's going through the same angst, and uh, it just it works so wonderfully. The uh, yeah, I, mean, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite um, roll and writes. I think it's a perfect introduction to the form. I think it's something everybody can just immediately understand and get pulled into. It is number seven on tour. Yeah, that is a wonderful roll and write. Easily in my top five of all time roll and writes. Yeah, uh, excellent, excellent game. Okay, all right. Uh, let's move on to my number six. My number six game is a game called Drop It. Drop, Drop it. it. Um, yeah. Okay. It's from let's Cosmos see. Games. Came out a few years ago, and this one surprised the heck out of me. I did not think. I thought this game looked silly, and I was like, okay, whatever. But it works so well amongst all kinds of audiences. It's a dexterity-ish game. Wow. Everyone gets one color, yellow, blue, green, or red, and you get a set of different shapes that you're dropping, literally dropping in this, like, plastic thing. I call it, like, it's Gamer's Plinko. If you remember Plinko from The Price is Right, <laughs> this is almost like that. So I drop in a yellow piece, and as long as it do- doesn't touch another uh, piece that's a similar shape or color, then I will score points. Like, you start with one, go two. As you get higher and higher, you're going to score uh, different points. Uh, there are bonuses that you can um, hit. Uh, you just look on a little piece of plastic, um, the plastic drop-in thing, yeah. and as your piece covers that, you'll get bonus points. And you just play until everyone's dropped their pieces, and then the most points wins. It is so simple, and it's, and it's, uh, it's so simple and brilliant. Um, it takes... 15 minutes to play, maybe 20 minutes or so. Um, anyone can play this game. You're just dropping pieces, and um, it's so, so good. It gives you a couple of different scoring options as well. Oh. Uh, the little things that you add to the scoring, you can change it up. Like, oh, you'll get, uh, you'll lose points if you um, place it on the left side or right side or get additional points. Drop It is a wonderful, wonderful game. It has great table presence because you stick that little piece of plastic there on the table, and people are like, wait, what is that? I was like, <laughs> all I say is, it's just like Plinko. If you're seeing that, you want to drop things in, you want to score points. It is it's so good. Uh, it's my number six game on this list. Drop it. Okay. All right. I have no, I've, I have never even heard of this, it, but I can certainly see what you're saying. It's got an incredible table presence. Um, it's just yeah. going to pull people. It looks like it goes up to four people, or you can play it in teams. Have you yeah. tried it as teams? Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it works better as uh, you know competitively. Uh, as teams, you would just do two on two or whatever. It's you want to play it uh, just to win. You know, it's a competitive game, so it's really the components are nice. They're wooden, you know, wooden pieces. You're dropping in, and um, it's it's so much fun. I, I actually. So I've learned this game at Dice Tower West a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Someone had it up and we're like, what is that? And <laughs> immediately all, I think it was like four of us, me and my buddies, we all went and got a copy of the game for ourselves uh, right after we played it. It was that good. All so right. highly recommend it. Drop it. Works well at uh, family parties, folks. I would certainly say that makes sense. Okay, cool. And I would definitely give it a go too. All right. Well, yeah. I have so far 
Question is, folks, uh, you can say down in the comments, which family gathering do you want to come to? Uh, you know, based on these games, my number five on the list is Ticket to Ride London. And, I mean, Ticket to Ride, of course, is widely regarded as the premier gateway game. And I think it definitely earns that pedigree. Even though it's got hidden information, you've got you know secrets you're trying to keep, it's so easy to teach. Anybody can be up and running in no time. Um, but here's the deal. Uh, a couple of years ago, a, a couple of new versions of it came out that are, uh, what was the first one was uh, Ticket to Ride New York, or Ticket to Ride New York, and then London was the yep. second one. And these are basically Ticket to Ride Express. Instead of taking 45 minutes to an hour, these take 10 to 15 minutes. And, but they still have all the really great, um, intense gameplay of, you know, the rummy style, collecting cards, trying to get the perfect stuff to, you know, complete routes on the table. But, um, you know, and then, you know, the, the, the brinksmanship of, okay, do I think I can actually make this route from here to here? Uh, I better get in there quick before somebody else takes that core central place. But the whole game, you get the full sense of Ticket to Ride in 15 minutes. And I have to admit, Jen and I, we'd kind of gotten burned out on Ticket to Ride over the years. We played it, I played it dozens of times. Different versions, the original, Europe, Switzerland. I think I played a few other ones as well. And we ultimately got rid of them all because I think I'd had enough of Ticket to Ride. But then when I tried London and I realized, oh my gosh, Ticket to Ride is the perfect filler game. It, it just plays wonderfully. 10, 15 minutes, you're in and out. Somehow, Alan Moon... Design Genius has, you know, scrunched it all in without compromising anything. And if anything, has added stuff because it comes with a new feature, kind of an area control element where there's different districts that, in addition to whatever your tickets say you're trying to do, you're trying to connect to all these different cities that have a specific color on them so you can get bonus points. It's great. Also, not for nothing, I love replacing the trains with the little double-decker buses from London. That's really wonderful. So, yeah, I mean... You just know Ticket to Ride is a safe bet, but um, a 15-minute Ticket to Ride that you can teach in less than a minute, that is even more perfect for a game where you've got all kinds of folks who maybe don't have time to sit down for an hour to, to indulge you. But yeah, anybody can sit down for 15 minutes, and I think when they come away, they'll say, can we play that again? Which is why it yep. comes in at my number five Ticket to Ride London. Fantastic choice. Yes. Yeah, it's, I love the uh, smaller ticket to ride. Just like I like the smaller pandemics as well. I think those are great express versions of these classic games. Yeah, now yeah. classic. Do you have a preference of London over New York? Um, I haven't played London yet, unfortunately. Oh, I've only okay. played New York. All right. Yeah. Now, New York, you, you said the London has the buses. I think New York has the taxi cabs. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Trains. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. But yeah, I, I'm interested in trying London as well. All right. Great choice. Let's move on to my number four. Yes, sir. Um, so if you, uh, my game so far, I've had dice, I've had trivia, I've had the little drop it thing for the uh, dexterity. I had to have a word game on here because I know f my family, mm -hmm. there's people who are in word games. My number four is just one. Uh, this yeah. is a Spiel des Jahres winner from a couple of years back. It's a cooperative game. Um, you're trying to guess. There's, uh, I think it's 13 words that you're going to get, uh, 13 different cards. But uh, each player will take a turn as the guesser, and everyone else is going to help them guess what they um, do not see. There you have the word in front of them. You can see right there on the uh, screen there uh, for those of you watching. Um, one person is going to randomly choose a number. That number corresponds to the word they must guess, and everyone else has to write a word on their little um, little easel there. And then the guesser will close their eyes while everyone compares answers quietly. Any answers that match are erased. 
So you want to be unique, but then you want to make sure those uh, those words aren't too unique where you, you can't, like, you know, figure it out. And then whatever words are remaining, the uh, guesser will open their eyes and they'll look at all the words and try to guess the one word that you're trying to uh, get through to them. You go through it. Uh, for, uh, there's 13 words. If you get them all right, which I've never done, I think the most we've ever done is 11. <laughs> uh-huh. um, it, it, it's it's a wonderful game. I had, I had not played it for a while, I think for at least a year, until recently I got reintroduced to the game from a friend of mine, my buddy Derek. We got together with his friends, and I was like, wow, I forgot how good this game was. This is a fantastic game. It is uh, brilliant. I can see why it's award-winning. It still holds together. I have played this with my family. It's always a hit, and that's my number four, Just One. I seriously considered. This, I think, is the closest we've come to a, a crossover so far, because I almost mm-hmm. put it on my list. I, I'll admit, I, I think it's it's so brilliant, that whole idea of, well, okay, if I use a really obvious word, then it'll get mm-hmm. eliminated, because somebody else will use that word. But then nobody else yeah. uses that word, and I could yeah. have snuck it in. It's yep. so clever. And then all everybody has just these weird esoteric things. And then the the guests yeah. say, "What am I looking at?" And then right. afterwards, why didn't somebody just say doorknob? Well, because everybody <laughs> thought that, and everybody thought everybody else would do it, and then nobody did it. So it's very sharp, very fun. Yeah, I, uh, I, it, it can be tricky. I, I have had situations where it can be, I've had some people play with it. It's a bit frustrating. You know, when they're the guests are okay. like, oh, "I have no idea," and and because if you're the guesser. You're on display. You are suddenly, and I mean, and yeah. really, that's not. It, that just means you have to be careful with how you're going to introduce it to people. You got, I mean, you know, yeah. the the outgoing person, the person who's fine being the center of attention, has to be the guesser, and it'll work fantastically. And yeah, everybody loves it. It's so brilliant, so absolutely a brilliant. Uh, a good one, yep. number four, four, just one. Okay, cool. And I'm, I'm glad it made the list because, like I said, I seriously considered putting it on mine. I'm glad it made it on nice. one of us. All righty then. Well, then we are we're getting close to the end, and like I said right up front, I started with um, game. The earlier games I had were a little more complex. Our high all I think uh, requires a little bit more teaching. I'm trying to get to simpler and simpler ones, but um, our number three on the list might make you say, "Really, really? Is this one that's going to work well with just a wide variety of people? Is this a really simple game?" My number three is Calico. Oh wow! Yes, and now Very I know. Strange. I know you played Calico, right? I mean, Calico yeah. is the bee's knees. Actually, let me just go ahead and bring up my run through of Calico. Put that on screen. Uh, it is wow. a brilliant tile laying game. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it to pieces. I love tile laying games in general, and this is a very challenging one. It's at its heart very simple. Um, we're trying to make a beautiful quilt. Such that uh, that looks so nice that all the kitty cats will want to come and curl up and take a nap on it. So I think I mean there is a little danger if if you've got somebody who absolutely hates cats, then you know maybe they're going to turn away. But I mean I've got a pitch for that. It's like oh you 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 don't like cats? That's no problem. Um, you can completely ignore the cats because this is a relatively yep. interesting game. You could be trying to do your tile laying to make the ideal um, circumstance for the cats to come in more. Or you could be trying to match patterns, getting big groups of the same patterns of tiles together. Or you could be trying to match big groups of colors to get the same group of colors together. Or, um, and this is where it gets complicated, if you want to play the advanced version of the game, there can be actual objectives on your board. That um are uh, that that you have to build towards. You have to like kind of create full houses, three of one thing and two of another, or or pairs of stuff or what have you. And now mm-hmm. the thing that I so respect about Calico 
And I don't see many games do it, and I want to see more games do it. This game, I would never bring it to a family get-together and just set it down and say, hey, let's play a full game of Calico. But this game comes with very, very good introductory rules, where you turn certain elements off. Most notably, those objective tiles that get placed in the center of the board, and it also suggests, hey, use these particular cats. So, um, you know, as... Hardcore game geeks, my wife and I, you know, we tend to ignore those. Here's how you can set it up for your first few plays, but definitely use those in Calico. Because, as I talked about earlier, this is a game where, oh, it's so simple. I've just got three tiles. I understand what I'm trying to do. If I don't have those objectives on the board, I understand what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to match colors. I'm trying to match patterns. And maybe I'm trying to make a pattern like what the cats want as well. But, you know, after you've taken your second or third turn, you're like, oh, whoa, this is hard. But it's not, it's not complicated. It's, it's simple. It's so obvious what I need to do. A child could play this game. But to play this game well requires you to really focus like a laser. And of course, that's what I love about games. Here's the deal. Um, if somebody at a family gathering, so what do you like to do for fun? I say, oh, I play board games. Board games, really? Like Monopoly? I say, no, nothing like Monopoly. If you, in fact, if you got a few minutes, let me show you what a real board game can be. This is the one I'd want to show. I would lead with, this is one of my favorite games of all time. This is in my top 50 games uh, of all time, if I recall correctly, or my top 75. And it works so well. I set it up with the intro variant. We just start playing. Uh, you, you can teach these rules in less than a minute, and as the game blossoms... It's interesting. There's this strange dichotomy. Your your understanding of the game grows as you're playing. At the same time, your options are shrinking and compressing. And that's what I always love. I love games that are hard on me, uh, that really put me Mm -hmm. in a vice and make me have to make tough compromises. And this game makes you get to that very, very quickly. But it doesn't start that way. It has a nice chillax. Like, oh, this is so easy. Just colorful ties. Oh, I oh, you took the one I want. Okay, I'll do this one instead. But by the time you're halfway through this game, you're like, ah! And I think you'll be a board gamer. Um, you will know if you have the propensity to ever fall in love with the kind of games my wife and I enjoy. This game, it works so well on that. And then on top of that, it has cute, adorable, fluffy kittens. Like I said, it's a yeah. bit of a gamble with the cat element, but I think it works, and that's why it comes in at number three. It if played with the introductory rules for a family gathering, Calico. I know at any fan mm-hmm. gathering, there's going to be some family members who love cats and who yeah. would like to spend more time yeah. with their nephew or something. And hey, <laughs> I got the game for you. That is wow! What a great choice. Like I wouldn't, I didn't even think about Calico. Really? But now that you talked about, yeah, now that you reminded me that there was were mm. there there were those introductory rules. Yes. I was like, you know what? You're right. Yes, that's a great way to introduce the game. And you know, because you know, we're all you know, you know, longtime gamers. You just sort of skip over those. Oh, here's the introductory rules. No, you usually go into you know, let's just play the standard game or whatever. But yeah, what a great way to bring people into the hobby. Yep. Taking a, a game, great game like Calico and just simplifying it to something that will be easily or more accessible. Yeah. Great choice. All right. All right. We'll see if you can beat it. What's our number two? On my number two. So this is, um, so let's see, I've got a dice chucker. I've got the trivia. I've got the little dexterity game. I've got the word game. I had to throw in a roll and write. Just okay. Like you. Excellent. Yeah. This one, it's a newer one and okay. may surprise a lot of people. Super Mega Lucky Box. Super Mega Lucky mm-hmm. Box. The coolest name ever. The art is what sold me immediately. If you can bring it up, you're, uh, you're going to see. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes up, you're going to see. And it's going to remind you of one thing. I want to see if it reminds you. Look at the font on that. What does it remind you of, Rado? Uh, that reminds me of Schoolhouse Rock, of course. Thank you. Yes. yes. Schoolhouse Rock. I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get it. But then look at the designer. Who designed this? Phil Walker Harding. 
Bill Walker Harding, PWH, the master. He's, he did uh, Silver and Gold. He's done Baron Park. Uh, he's done, uh, what's the other one? Gingerbread uh, House. He did that uh, and, one uh, as well. I mean, a, a, a wide variety. I mean, he's he is a top-tier designer working in the industry. He is. Yeah. And uh, I love his games. And what he did with Super Mega Lucky Box is he took the game um, Silver and Gold okay. and took out the polyominoes. Mm. And this is what it is. It's just strictly numbers. It's like bingo. And, you know, not only is it rolling right, but everyone's played bingo. And that's how I teach this. Okay. Is this is gamers bingo. All you're doing is flipping over one of those numbers, like a four. It's a one through nine. You flip over a number. And then everyone uh, crosses out that number on their uh, one of their cards. So you have three cards you start with. As you start finishing rows or columns, it gives you bonuses. So you can get another additional number or you can get a a moon or a lightning bolt. Mm -hmm. The moons, whoever at the end of the game has the most moons gets bonus points. Whoever is the least loses points, just like Sushi Go. Right. And then the uh, the lightning bolts let you um, mitigate numbers. So if you have a lightning bolt, you can spend it. If a number five comes up, you can spend lightning bolts to move it up to six, seven, or eight. Okay. Or down four, three, two, one, whatever. So you're never stuck with numbers as long as you have lightning bolts. You play three rounds, and you're going to score points. The most points wins. It it takes what I really liked about Silver and Gold the most, which is those combos, right? So yeah, on yeah, Silver yeah. and Gold, you can combo. You know, you mark one X, and you can get an X on another card. You can get the palm trees, etc. That it, it eliminate. It just takes that to another level. So it's almost every. Almost every round, you're going to be comboing a bunch of stuff, which I love, and it's so satisfying. And that's why it's my number two game on the list. The games that you want to bring to the holidays, the family gatherings, Super Mega Lucky Box from Phil Walker-Harding. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I haven't played it. I totally get what you're saying, though, about the bingo. I've got all these cards in front of me. The, I, I hit mm-hmm. the seven on all of them. I mean, we I often yep. talk a lot about how, hey, there's a lot of rolling rights out there that are bingo-esque. No, this is not bingo S. This is bingo. But then this is crossed, literally bingo. Yeah, it's crossed yeah. with gone shown clever, basically. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, and made it's, presentable. It's, That's brilliant. Yeah, it's a, it's a much more accessible game than Godshawn's Clever. I like. I I think I would I would definitely use this as a first time roll and write uh, versus uh, Godshawn Clever. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just it's so so good. And Michelle and I played it. You can solo it, and it's one of those games. As long as you have multiple copies, you can play up to eight, twelve, whatever number of players. I think in the box, it's like up to five or six. But okay. um, it's also very affordable as well. It's it's no more than twenty bucks. I don't even think I, I might have paid like fifteen. But uh, that's my number two super mega lucky box. All right. That makes perfect sense. And my number one, I think, is... Interestingly, my number one is really my wife's number one. If there is one game she's going to play with family members or or new people she's meeting for the first time or long-lost cousins or, or whoever, this is the game she wants to play because it does more than just provide a good time. It really kind of lets you get into the head. Uh, folks, and kind of get to know a little bit more about who they are and how they think. And I am shocked this didn't make your list, quite frankly. Uh, because for folks Ooh. who don't know, we actually come up with a list of 10 beforehand. We have a friend look for any duplicates overlaps. We had no duplicates and overlaps in our top 10 this time, amazingly. And so that means you did not at any point put Dixit on your list. Dixit! <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, I did think about it, but I, it didn't make my top 10. But oh, that's, yeah, great choice. Yes. Uh, now, for folks who don't know, Dixit is, uh, I guess you could call it kind of a social party game. Everybody has a mm-hmm. hand of cards. One person is the storyteller, I believe, and they pick a card from their hands and come up with a word or a phrase or a sound 
or a lyric, or whatever. Something that they can verbalize that represents what this card is, but they don't show anybody the card. They put the card, you know, they put the card face down. Everybody else then looks at their own hand and has to come up with one of the cards from their hands. And the card art in this game is just amazing. It is some of the most beautiful... Let me give one of those big uh, shots of a whole bunch of them. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Go back to the gallery. The art is yeah, the art just is to die for. It's all very surreal and full of different ways that you could interpret what you're looking at. And so, you know, if I said a secret word and um, it was, I don't know, uh, uh, number nine, and everybody knows I'm a big Beatles fan, and, you know, I put a card, everybody picks up, what, 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 do I have nine things on this card? Is there something that looks like a nine? Oh, he said number nine. Is he referring to the Beatles? Is is there somebody with a mop top? What should I choose? Everybody's picking their own card from their hand. You put them all together, you shuffle them up under the table, put them all out, and now it's everybody's job to guess the card of the original storyteller. And that is brilliant. Um, because what inevitably happens is, you know, sometimes, oh, I got no cards. I have no idea what to do. I'll, I'll try to put my best in. But sometimes people will come up with really interesting connections with the word and their art. Or the storyteller will as well. And the most fun is not tallying the points. Because there, I'll be honest, there is a relatively complex scoring system for this, which you could almost completely ignore because the fun is just in, um, you know, explaining yourself when you describe these things. But the, the trick is, when you are one of the other players, you want to come up with a good match, but not a match that is perfect. You want to uh, play it loose because of the way scoring works. Because, um, or I'm sorry, no, the, the, uh, the, the, the storyteller wants to have something that's not perfect. Because the storyteller wants some boats, but if you're too on the ball, like if I say light bulb, because there's a gigantic light bulb on my thing, then everybody will know it's me. If everybody votes for me, I don't get points. If nobody don't votes for me, I don't get points. If some people vote for me, or some people vote for the other stuff, that's how I maximize my points, and other people get points too. So the system is a little complex, but it's worth it because it's brilliant. But the important thing is, after the score is resolved for the round, somebody says, what does that card have to do with number nine? That makes no sense. What were you thinking? And that's where the game comes to life for Jen. She loves it so much. Because, you know, you, you, you talk to people, you get to know them, you ask them about their job, you ask them about their families, you ask them about the weather. Nothing actually gets you to ask them about their creative thought process. And this game gives you a direct beeline into their creative brain. And that's what makes it so fun. That's what makes it so infinitely surprising. And uh, it's why, I mean, I think it won this field as Yaris, and it's gotten so many expansions over yeah. the year. And the expansions were, for the most part, just more cards to keep new, exciting, lovely ideas flowing in uh, the number one game to play at, uh, you know, family get-togethers, Dixit. Uh, and also, I will give an honorable mention for my... I put this for my wife, Jen, because she loves Dixit. If it were me, I would have put Mysterium which is largely the ah. same idea, but it makes it a cooperative yeah. game instead of a competitive game and brings a yeah. lot more theme in. But it's still the same basic idea. Somebody plays a card, tells a story, and other players have to figure out, well, what did they mean by that? Uh, either one would work, yeah. but I'll go with Dixit uh, because I love my wife. And she yeah. won't go to a gathering without a copy of this game in the car just in case somebody says, oh, so you like to do it? She's like, let me show you. And she rushes out and she gets it, and then you're stuck at the table with her for an hour or however long it takes uh, to play some Dixit. Dix is wow! What a great choice. Yeah, and I, I haven't played this game. I think in at, at least two years. And now that you've mentioned it, I may have to bring it to my holiday gathering. You should. Year. It I, will work. I, um, yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yep, so good. It, it, right. it, it just it, 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 you know in the middle of everything else you're doing of the high stress, it just makes you stop and completely rewire your brain. 
and think about yeah. things in a completely different way. And you know, and 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 that's what makes it so special. So uh, that was it, folks. Ten great games uh, to bring to your uh, family gatherings and uh, share with your loved ones, and hopefully, uh, we may be giving you some thought uh, for that. But anyway, folks, we are done with the list. And on the way out, we just want to remind you: Did you hear the secret word spoken? Did you hear one of us say gingerbread? If so. What game were we talking about at that moment? Send the name of that game in the subject to contest at rotto.com and enter to win 50 bucks uh, in uh, online purchasing power from our sponsor, AEG. And uh, I don't know, I think that's it. Do you have uh, anything more to say on the way out the door? Well, no, uh, the only thing I want to say, and I mean, I'm so happy that AEG sponsored this uh, episode because I'm a big fan of AEG mm-hmm. games as well. That $50 is going to get you some fantastic games, folks. So good luck to everybody. Don't forget to send that word or the game over there to contest.rata.com where we said the secret word, which was gingerbread. Gingerbread. Good luck, everybody. Bread. Yep. Okay. That is it, folks. We are done. So thank you to Ruel for uh, spreading some holiday cheer with me. Uh, thanks to you for watching and uh, and commenting. If uh, there's some we've missed, let us know. That maybe we should have put them on instead. And finally, thanks again to sponsor the show, AEG. Uh, remember, folks, uh, I've also got a live, right now, top 10 games from AEG. Hit that link in the top right corner or follow the show notes to go check it out. Thanks for watching. Have a nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye. And we're out. Right. And WTF with the freaking browser. What? I the know, man. Well, it's like everything just like decides to go bye bye. First, this, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we didn't see any like audio issues. I was keeping mm, an eye yes, on yes, chat. Yes. No one said anything. Audio was fine, but yeah, just that browser. That's such a, such a bummer. Yep. Ah. Uh, okay, but still, uh, I, I think that'll come together pretty well. I wonder. Uh, I hate doing editing after the fact. I'm kind of feeling like I should put something up. No, but we described what was happening. I mean, it's part of yeah. the show now. It's fine. We we made it. Okay. And don't worry, Notable Joe, who's a first timer here. Yeah, we're still live. This is we're we are out of the show, Joe. We are now in the R N R post show, and this is when we stick around and uh, uh, play with y'all for a little bit more. See what's going on. <coughs> and uh, do we have lucky, anything? Choke on uh, our own want- spit. Oh, yeah. You drink some water. Um, Thank you. We still have some things to cash in, I think, for the channel points. Someone, uh, uh, We've got some requests that we can take care of. <coughs> we sure do. Um, oh, speaking of, let yeah. me give uh, Duck of Death one more giant size. Duck of, uh, look at that. The... Duck of Death getting hooked up today. Nice. <coughs> yep. Well, he paid. He paid for the big, pro- paid the big price. Uh, scale. Duck of Death five, or V5. And uh, Duck, you're going three. Triple. There you go. Oh, wow. Nice. Look upon his works in despair, everybody. Um, <laughs> and apparently that lasts for a minute, I guess. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I'd like to you be know, able to make it stay longer. I, I wanted to point out Ruckus's comment. I think this is at the end of the uh, um, the show here. Uh, they said, next top 10 should be games with a scoring system where you totally ignore the scoring. You know, because Dixit <laughs> would be one of them. My, I'm right thinking my number one is Telestrations, folks. Yeah, yeah, Telestrations, yeah, yeah. I've never scored that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one, though. Cool. All right. So we only have a few minutes left. We could do another thing, but we haven't done a QA and a for a long time. Yeah. Uh, And I would like to do that, especially because I just saw a very good question. Let me see if I can find it again. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nazgoth. Runners up. How about the runners up? 
Where are those? Because uh, we oh. all uh, we always we always have an additional five that we don't talk about. And I, right. whenever we've done a Q and A, I've always wondered: Is anybody ever going to ask? And nobody ever does. Somebody's asked. So, well, what this were your others? My others. Okay, so um, I did think about um, what was the one that you had that I was thinking about. Um, uh, was it Ticket to Ride, Ticket to Ride, On Tour, RIL, Calico. I think it was Ticket to Ride. Anyways, yeah. the other five that I had on my list. Fireball Island, the Curse of Volcar. Okay, the you know Fireball. Is that Island. really on, a folks. good game? As I understand it, they you know they tried to update it, but they didn't quite update it enough. But are you still saying it's updated enough for a party? I I fully believe it's updated enough for a party. Yes, it's it's fine because again, table presence galore. Yes, people are going to see it. Yes, and it's it's a playable game. It's I mean it's not How the greatest game. Um, 30 to 45 minutes. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, because that's, I didn't talk about it, but that was another big consideration for me. I wanted fast games, wherever possible. Nothing over a half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was on my list. The other one, uh, for a word game, Wordsy. Have you played Wordsy? No, I have not. I'm familiar with it though. Is that from Gilhova? It is from Gilhova. It's a fantastic game. One of my favorite word games out there, but I decided to go with just one because it's a cooperative game and I think it it captures the holiday spirit a little better. Uh, My number, another one didn't make it was Las Vegas Royale. It's Las Vegas, but with the expansion, uh, it's got that Vegas theme, but I, for Vegas thing, I decided to go with Whitson Wagers Vegas baby because it it was trivia as well. And you didn't want to Um, repeat your Vegas. Fetish. I didn't okay. want to repeat the Vegas, correct. Karuba <laughs> uh, was also on my list. Karuba. I, I didn't game. even think about that one. That's a really good one. Is that too complicated, yeah. though? That's Is that's it? why I put it... Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was too complicated or not. It is sort of bingo-y, right? Yeah, everyone, yeah, you just yeah. draw a tile, and everyone puts a tile down, but... You know, with the movement, it could be a little complicated. Yeah, so that's and the thing. And then the other one of my... For, for all of mine, and, I, and some of them were more complicated, I just wanted to make... Okay, even if it's a complicated thing, you really easily understand... I understand what I have to do. In Karuba, yeah. you have a big map, and okay, I guess I have to get to a lot of different places, and to me, that'd be yeah. a bit over... I, I would worry about that one. I would certainly bring that yeah. to a party with uh, my former video game developer co-workers, a, a gaming right, group, right. but total novices, I'd worry about Karuba. What was your other one? Yeah. And then my final one, Point Salad, uh, from from our sponsor, Oh, AEG. sure, Point, Point Salad, Salad, yes. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful card uh, hand management game um, set collection. Super easy to teach and super fast. And um, yeah, that, that one we've had a lot of fun with at our family gathering so far. But you know what? what I, you? Speaking of our sponsors, I had two more AEG ones. AEG is really, <laughs> and it, 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 they would have been on my list regardless. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, so my number 10 was actually Tiny Towns. Everything I said <gasps> about Calico applies to Tiny Towns as well. Yes. Yes. Um, but you have to, I mean, you really, I mean, seven cards plus a secret card. I would have to do a little bit of surgery. If I wanted to bring this to total gaming news, I would say, okay, we don't have any secrets. And we are specifically going to use yep. these buildings. And um, and we and we'd, we wouldn't use the where everybody chooses. We'd use the card draw. I think it could work. Right. And, and my selling pitch to anybody at this party would be, hey, this is literally my, I think, my number 27 best rated game of all time. And I played thousands of games. Of the thousands of games mm-hmm. I've played, this is the 27th best of all time. Come play it with me. If you dare. Nice. So, I mean, so that hopefully, but I, I, I put it at the end because I would worry it is a bit more of a hump. I mean, Calico gives you like three cats to look at. Tiny Town gives you seven buildings. And we forget. Right. That is a lot. Um, so that's why it came in that at the is. top. I wanted a word game too. It was totally paperback. I totally expected you to go paperback. Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like 
paperback, I mean, because of the deck building thing, that that element, and all the different special powers they can get, I think it might overwhelm uh, maybe. people. Maybe, and you're right. Party. And I put it near the, I put it at the end because there are yeah. a lot of special powers. But I mean, there's simple special powers, and everybody's played Scrabble, right? Um, yeah. Next yeah. up, I love me some Fuse. I can never get enough Fuse. I totally forgot about that. That's a great oh really? Yeah. I I, I didn't put it because that's a tough one. I mean, you you have to have the right people. And it's so high pressure. People can get angry yeah, at each yeah. other playing that game. It is. True, it can be yeah. a dangerous choice. But I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> Jen and I have actually I gotten too. pissed at each other playing that game, quite frankly. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, and we both love it. We're both... Well, I was going to say we're pretty good at it. But we, we need to warm up, I think, a bit. Uh, code yeah. names. Where's your code names on your list? Oh, yeah. You know, okay. You didn't I'm think gonna, of code names? Well, here it is. Confession, I'm not the biggest code names fan. Ooh. Not my favorite. Yeah. I would rather play just one over code names. Yeah, hundred times out of well. Obviously, yeah. I had the same choice, and I put Dixit over code names as well. I mean, yeah. these are all okay. Somebody's got to come up with something that gives hints to other people. Um, yeah. And also, I, th- yeah. I, I I couldn't not put Dixit on because of Jen, and I felt like ah, oh, Dixit plus code names didn't make sense. Um, plus, code names again, like I talked about in one of yours, putting somebody in the in the hot seat of having to come seat, up with those yeah. clues. That's incredible pressure. And you know, and it that is. could be something. Yeah. Look, I, I didn't come here to have this much pressure. So, and, but public pressure is worse. So that's why I kind of kept off too. Yeah. And then my number six was Truffle Shuffle, which I don't know if you played again. For oh, me. I love Truffle Shuffle. I yes. love Truffle Shuffle so yeah. much. And yeah. I, it didn't quite make the list because it requires comfort level with poker hands. And not everybody yeah. has that. Not everybody understands, right. oh, what's a full house versus two pair? And you know, and so I was worried about that because the drafting is really simple. There's only two special powers. You could teach this game really easily, but I, I, I bailed. I kept it out of my top five, which were simpler and simpler and simpler the higher I went because yeah. of the reliance on knowing. I, I just oh, what what's a, a straight? Why is it called a straight? What does it mean a straight? What's a straight? Yeah. Or you know, and that's the only thing that kept it out. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good game. And I, you know, I, I thought of, I mean, I didn't think of Truffle Shuffle, but I, I always compare that to Point Salad, where I think Truffle Shuffle is a better game, but Point Salad is the one that's easier to get to the table with new gamers, you know, because it's a little more straightforward, doesn't have all the, you're just collecting sets of vegetables. Whereas <laughs> Truffle Shuffle, yes, you, you can have that, like you need two, a pair of two pairs or a full house or whatever. I, that, yeah, that, Point Salad is brilliant. I'm trying to remember it. I remember it's the, oh, it's, it's set collection. And there are there are no special powers, right? It's just getting the no. getting the most pumpkins what, or rutabagas or whatever. Yeah, what what's great about the game is that one side of a card is a vegetable. Yeah. The other side of the card is the scoring. Yeah. So you're gonna flip them over and you're gonna choose at a certain time, do I take all these vegetables or do I take the scoring option? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then once yep. you've done that, then you're set. Yeah. Um it's, it's fantastic so game. Exactly. I completely agree. Love it. Um okay. It's well good. hey, I'm glad someone QA, asked that. That's... Were there any other QAs? And while we're doing that, I, I'm not, I'm done with basketball. All right, uh, before we go, basketball FFA. So this is no longer teams. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't think do do people still have to wait? Let's see here. Enter, yeah. Everybody can just play. Right now. So what you do, folks? Type in a number between zero and 180 degrees. That is the direction you'll shoot and type in a number between one and a hundred that is the power you'll shoot i'm going to type in i don't know 35 and uh 50 and i should go flying if it works 
oh, okay, I see people are starting to come in. And we're trying Goodness. to throw ourselves through that little hoop. And I <laughs> scored right off the bat. You scored. Yep. And we're racing to seven. It's really simple. It, you just type in numbers <laughs> when the uh, new baskets come up. You, you, you figure out the angle between the two shots. And, and you take your shots. And, um, oh, yeah, uh, Goblin, is this sponsors only? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, subscribers get to play this game. I don't think anybody else can play this game. And, yep. um, right, so if I type in, I don't know, uh, 67 degrees and where, oh, and uh, I'm going to say 80 power. I'm going to fly off the top of the screen and I'll hopefully come back down. Oh, I think I overshot it. Oh, and there I, oh, bump, oh, yeah. So I, you know, this is a cooler way to play. Now it's still unfortunately I could find no way to get rid of the number stamp, but I, I it's it's mm. it's such a cool, fun little physics game, and I particularly like the fact that um, everybody bounces off each other as well. Uh, yeah. Seventy forty. Let's try seventy forty. <laughs> see if that gets us. And of course, Ruel can't play because he doesn't subscribe. I need to subscribe. Where's my Twitch? Or where's if my only Amazon somebody would give a subscription so that we could uh, yeah. you know get to the RVR episode. Oh, somebody almost got it. Just bounced right off the edge. Let's see. Let's try. Yeah, we're at 139, 70. folks. We're 10 subs away from getting that RVR episode going. Oh, that was way too long. And we're also like 68 um, followers away from a bonus top 10. Wow. Yes, I know. I'm really excited about that. I think these both could happen before the end of the year. Yeah, I think, I honestly think they are. This is great. Cool. All right. So I was just wanting to try this. It is still very spammy. If anything, it's even more spammy now because, as far as I know, anybody who is a subscriber watching yeah. right now can play this game. Uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, I'm just going to go for 110 and and uh, 80. Let's see if that'll work. Ah! And of course, the faster you can type, uh, you know, the, the faster you can go. You can see what other people might, and then adjust by five degrees or stuff like that. It's a silly, fun little game. But here's the deal. It completely destroys the ability to have any kind of Q&A um, as it happens. <laughs> All we see is numbers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's just like, hey, you know, could, could you type your numbers in the form of a question? So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. But, I mean, I, I knew we, we had overstayed our welcome. Ruel and I have a two-hour window for this that we have agreed to. I just wanted to give this yeah. a go before we were out. I, said, I think we're playing to seven. I, does it, is there anywhere on the screen where there's the current score? I don't know where it says a score. No. Nope. Um, or, oh, but wow. Four minutes. Yeah, I think I need to set this to be more like first to seven or, or three minutes. And that would kind of be appropriate. Oh, okay. um, oh that's but Goblin points out. Any questions will easily stand out now because there's well, something other than a number. Yeah. If anything, it's easier to spot the questions. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, Kabuki this is an interesting one. Just, Kabuki, yep, just uh, mentioned. Yeah. She's bummed that the Dice Tower ending their podcast. You were just, t I haven't heard this yet. You were telling me about it right before we went live. What's this? What's the detail? Yeah. Yeah, so there was um, Tom today on this morning's uh, Dice Tower podcast that was released announced at the end of the show that they were ending the podcast. Uh, um, they're at 740 episodes. They're going to do 10 more, end on 750, um, and that'll be it for the Dice Tower podcast. Now, that doesn't mean there there won't be any things. I think he said something like they're going to record a podcast-like thing on YouTube, but then they're going to convert that into um, audio, sort of like what we do What, what I do, but I, yeah. Yeah, with, with you know podcasts and stuff, um, but as far as like a, a Dice Tower branded uh, podcast, I don't think they're going to be doing that anymore. Um, but Eric uh, Summer is still working with them. Um, he may be taking over some of that. He may be doing uh, some type of things. Basically, I think Tom. It's it again. I'm not. Don't. Um, That's not a direct quote, but he seemed he seemed to say that he was a little burned out and just wanted to get the creative juices flowing and try something different as far as a podcast goes. So we're going to see where it goes after 
Um, they will shut it down after 10 episodes. And he said to look for something new in about two to three months. And um, we'll, wow. we'll see what they come up with. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I totally understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has been doing it for freaking ever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah like I, I 16 can't blame years him. or something like that. But yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Of course, Eric's only contribution to the show. Hey, I scored while carrying on a conversation. I am the best at algebra <laughs> at angles. I used to be actually very good at pool, in fact. Um, nice. Yeah. So, and so how many more do they have? How many was it? Uh, 10, 10 more episodes. Once they reach 750, that'll be it. Mm. Oh, it went the wrong way. Okay. Well, I mean, all good things must come to an end. I have to admit, I mean, I yeah. used to listen to it religiously, but I, I got to the point where I just had too many things to listen to. I just, I just couldn't keep going with it. So I, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to, mean, if nothing else, this is a great way to boost your numbers uh, on the way out. I'm sure you, you, he gets more uh, listens than he ever has before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I think um, it's a smart thing to do. I mean, you're not feeling it. And he, he actually said this during the, the show there. He said he didn't want, he doesn't like that feeling of, hey, I just, I'm just going through the motions. You know, it's like. Wow, really? He's been doing, Jeez. Well, I mean, he didn't say he was, he didn't want to get to that point where he felt like he was just going through the okay. motions. Okay, so he, he hasn't there yeah, yet, been, but he can see it coming. Yeah. He can see it coming. And uh, Eric confirmed that they have been talking about this for a while. And he figured, hey, 750, that's a good round number. We end it there. Go out with a bang, and that'll, that'll be it. Um, so I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm excited to see where they, they go from here. Because I know as far as, like, recorded, uh, like, audio stuff, I'm sure they're not done. They're, they'll have other things that they'll do. They're just going to try different formats. Uh, Eric had mentioned they're going to uh, try to get, like, guests on, do, do something like that, where they have guests and interview them. So there's all kinds of stuff they can do. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, I mean, he does those weekly Q&As and he has other folks on the channel do q yeah. I mean, there's just no reason not to turn that stuff into, uh, you know, podcast, podcast content. Right? I mean, every R&R yeah. episode and the extendeds will go. I mean, every time I do a top yeah. 10, that top 10 AEG that I was talking about, which, by the way, folks, I know I talked all about that top 10 AEG. I should have said right up front. It isn't live until tomorrow. It'll go live tomorrow at the same time that the standalone R and R episode. So if you're wondering, oh, hey, why, why can't I watch that now? It, it will. It will come about eventually. Oh my gosh, is that going to uh, triple rebound off the hoop? Oh my, look at that! Just right <laughs> see it bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, these ones where you have to ricochet off the side oh, of the nice. wall are particularly fun. All right, but if we do uh, basketball in the future, I think I need to set it to probably first of five or three minutes. That's probably a better setting because yeah. it's. Oh my god, he's perpetually bouncing forever. He said it perfectly. Eventually, he's just going to come to rest on it. <laughs> nice. Yep. Okay. Well, um, cool. there we go. Yeah, that's uh, that was a good question. Um, I guess I, I got to go back and resubscribe and listen to the last few. Oh, what about uh, Mandy and Suzanne? Are they still going to be doing every other one as well? Um, I believe so. But okay. again, their time will be ending as well. So yeah. uh, after 10 episodes, they're done. And that that's I'm bummed about that because I really thought Mandy and Suzanne brought they, they bring oh, yeah, so yeah, much yeah. Well, I am sure they will continue fantastic. there is no reason not to I hope Mandy so. or yeah. Suzanne if somehow you don't know how to make a podcast contact me it's so freaking easy with anchor.fm um, it, it's it's there's no reason for you not to keep it up because I mean you're both great voices you definitely deserve we need to keep hearing from you even old man vassals uh, you know he's going to go and retire in a cabin we still need um, to, to keep them going <laughs> Okay. All right. That was it, folks. We are out of here. I have taken uh, more than 10 minutes of Ruel's time over the limit. So we will be back next week talking about another top 10, giving away more goody stuff, and somebody's going to win that $50 gift certificate or affiliate. Because I think AEG has the same problem as um, Fun 
again. There are some countries where you just, oh, you can't ship to anymore. Yeah. So we'll figure that out depending on who wins. Don't worry. Some lucky winners are going to be happy. And uh, maybe it'll be you if you uh, join us next week. Anything else to say in closing before I uh, find somebody to raid? Or I'll, I'll find somebody no. to raid. No, I just want to thank everyone again for uh, hanging out with us and appreciate you all sticking around as, you know, my voice was going in and out, uh, not because of the mic, but just um, I, I'm still a little uh, under the weather here. But uh, as far as rating, Maple Grande, uh, they play uh, board games. Uh, Maple Grande? Great. Well, I see Lusapalooza, yeah. and you wanted them last week. Yeah. So we should we give it to them this Either week? Either one. I, I, I'm trying to spread the love. Okay, well, you, 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 you tell me. Who, who, are we, who are we going for? Let's go Meeple Grande. Meeple Grande. Yeah. Welcome. We have what, what's Meeple Grande before. doing? They're playing a big old really game. Cool. What is that? Oh, oh, they're playing role player adventures. That is very Ooh. cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, de- folks, definitely join the raid. Go say hey to Meeple Grande. You will get a bunch more points that you can use for unlocking all kinds of features on the show. And uh, we'll see you uh, in a week. Or we'll see you tomorrow if you watch the uh, pre-packaged video because you didn't quite get enough or you came in late or whatever it might be. Let's see. It looks like we're sending over uh, 50-some viewers. Raid! Charge! Go get them. And if that works, we will go on our way. Now, what I can do is I can push this button. Oh, and... Uh, it's raiding. And we'll see. Oh, Okay. And they've got a very cute cartoony thing that warns them about the raid, it looks like. Oh, yeah. We got raided! Raided. Rotto! Hello! Okay, but anyway, um, we can stop recording now because this okay. show is over. All right, Ruel, I'll see you next week. Hope you feel better, man. Okay. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. care.